Yo, 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 it's your boy, Mr. Rated R Mara from the Lucha Outsider Show. And after the big announcement last week, somehow we did another show this week. We're going to cover SummerSlam and TakeOver predictions. What could happen? What could not happen? Who's going to turn? And who might appear? Also, we talk about G1 Supercard. Sell our show at Madison Square Garden. Impact Wrestling getting sued by Jeff Jarrett. Are we going to see Chris Jericho be a free agent in 2019? Hashtag free agent. And we remember and say goodbye to Jim the Anvil. Nyhart. All this and much, much more. Now, onto the show. You are now listening to Lucha Outsider Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsider Show. Lucha Congratulations. You played yourself. Lucha Outsiders everywhere. I'm Leo. That's Mario. The heel that steals the deal. The villain that stays chilling. The anti-hero of the IWC. Yes, we're back after we just made yeah. an announcement last week. Your boy, Mr. Rated R. <laughs> and you guys can find us everywhere at Lucha Outsiders. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, everywhere. We're streaming live on YouTube. We're here on Facebook Live. If you're listening to us, on the podcast version, where can they find that? You can check us out and subscribe wherever you get your podcast needs. Yeah. SoundCloud, iTunes, you want to be fancy, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, La Mesla App, uh, Stitcher, uh, wherever you get your podcast. You can find some phones, but for you, Thomas Greer, Barry, either one of us. Yeah, we cut it short. And most likely it would be Leo, right? Yeah, it would be me. So we're going to take you behind the curtain a little bit. We So we're like, okay, the intro's too long. We're going to shorten a little bit. I still like it, though. I like it short. Yeah, no, it's good. That's what she said. No, <laughs> no, never. Uh, but guys, share the you video. Know, you know what? Hold <laughs> on, wait. Congratulations. You All played right. yourself. Let the people know that we are here. Um, how so, can they save some money? All right. So we'll, 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 we'll tell you guys after we, we give a, a couple of plugs <laughs> and we'll tell you guys why we're doing the show. But. So if you want to save some money, you want to support the show, head over to CollarNebelBrand.com. Use our promo code LuchaRadar. We'll save you 10% on your next purchase. Yeah. The likes of Al Snow, Kurt Angle, Nia Jax, Mr. Mark Henry, yours truly, Brian Cage, so many others. Rock You're Brian Cage? Come on, listen. Oh, sorry. It's Friday. We, we don't we don't miss the jokes, okay? We don't miss no? the old man jokes. I was looking forward to this. No, we don't miss the dad, the dad jokes, okay? I, ha- I have... A uh, uh, bomb of an announcement for the end of the show that would just solidify everything that y'all have been saying about me being an old man. You're wearing the pants. 
No, fuck you. Not that much. <laughs> okay. Not that bad. So, the likes of so many others, the Good Brothers, you can get shirts, hoodies, hats, um, so much shit at Collar Noble Brand. They're comfortable. They have dope stuff. So, head over to www.collarnoblebrand.com. Use our yeah. promo code LuchaRatedR. Save you 10%. Also, if you want to support us directly. Yes. Okay? Because he has a ton of kids. And I have a shit ton of bills. Wow, and really? We just puppy. started like five minutes ago, and I'm already getting Leo looks like the bodega clerk. Okay. Old man Leo. So I have a puppy and a shit ton of bills. Head over to LosRadio.com. And I have four kids. I already said that if you were paying attention. But and stop they're, they're attacking me. Stop interrupting the intro I feel attacked. and the plugs. I feel attacked. Okay, well, uh, you know what? You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> um, head over to losradio.com, pick up a hat, pick up a shirt, pick up both. Yeah. Like I said, he has a shit ton of kids yes, and four. and a mortgage, a brand new mortgage yeah. that's paying for the studio. Yes, thank you. Nice to meet you. And, and I have a Gotta paint the walls. a puppy. That's bad as hell and a shit ton of bills. Yeah, yeah. So, guys, uh, again, we're going to take you on a little ride. We're going to go through everything that happened. Yeah, we lied a little bit. It's going to be bi-weekly. Technically, we Mario lied. No, Mario we didn't lied. Because we said, who knows, we might Lies. still do the show next week. But that's why, we did give the that's why you got to like the page mm-hmm. and make sure you turn on the notifications. And also follow us on Instagram yeah. and the Twitter. Yeah. At Lucha Outsiders. But guys, we're here. We're going to take you on a nice little journey. If you have a friend, if you have a foe, like we always say, let them know about the show. We're going to be here for the next eh, sometime. Um, and we're going to go through everything that's happening. Remember, this weekend you have TakeOver. You have SummerSlam. You have some stuff happening in the area, too. So if you guys are in the area uh, and you guys are going to shows, let us know. Because maybe you'll see him. Not me. The rated R soon. Slide into First his thought. DMs, lady. Oh, I like that you were like you're like smooth, like. <sighs> no, okay, sorry. You know, if there's th- if you have uh-huh. a way of making things corny, that's what you. Do. Well, there you go. Look, Jessica Hoffman says, "Leo, you look good. Love the hat." There you go. There Thank you go. You. There the you hat. go. That's there you go. Up. Yes. 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 That is a disgusting act. All right. Now, into some more serious news. Let's, 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 once again, we're going to have to start the show on a downer, bro. Yeah. It, it, and, and it's not like we want to start off like this. No, you we know don't want to start off like this at all. We don't. Uh, hashtag don't shake Gordon. Saying we are going to talk about that. But we do kind of have to start on a downer. Um, and again, it's not like we plan to do it like this. But something happened in the wrestling world where another passing. Jim the Anvil Nightheart. What the fuck, bro? Yeah, what's going on, man? 63 years old, and what? I mean, not for nothing, I was just telling you off air, that's fairly young in my opinion. Of course. Of course is young. Uh, and if you guys follow our page at Lucha Outsiders and you're watching us here on Facebook Live, you guys can actually see, because we do post uh, stuff like this. We don't like to do this. We would hope for all of them to to still be with us. Um but I was shocked by this one. This one was uh, this one bummed me out. I'm not gonna lie to you, it bummed no. me out. And the first person I thought of was Natty, Natalia. Yeah, because she loved her dad so much. You see it all over. Not even on just on Total Divas, but even no, on her social media, she's always putting out like her dad. You know. Yeah. And by the way, whoever does our graphics is on point today because that looks badass. Just saying, just want to put it out there. Cheap plug, Leo. Thank okay, you. you know what? I'll give you one of these. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Boom, got it. But um Sorry. yeah, it does suck. It really yeah. this one this one bummed me out. This one really bummed me out. Not saying that the other passings didn't bum me out too, but this one is just Jim 
regardless of some of his personal issues with drugs and substance abuse and and even medically. Well, even the way that he health, was portrayed, because I mean, he always seemed yeah. like a cozy guy. Of course, he was like that weird uncle, and 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 all the all the heart uh, kids would all say the same. He was it a, was he Owen was a cozy guy. and and the anvil, and it was always them. And just growing up, I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people forget the early days of the Heart Foundation and and what. The, well, he was the mouthpiece. He was the mouthpiece. He had so much personality, and without knowing what you know now, Brett yeah. and what he accomplished, you would have instantly thought Jim would have been the superstar of the two. Yeah. We should do that one day, like sit down and go through like tag teams. Because, I mean, like Marty Jannetty, we know it wasn't Marty Jannetty because of Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. But in the Heart Foundation, you're right. You thought Jim, Jim was the guy. Yeah. Now, and, and Jim, and and if you look out through the years. Let me go check on the kids. If back. you look out through the years of Jim's career, not only in WWF, but even that little quick stint he did in WCW. He, and even before the, his WWF days when he was um in the territories. He's always had like a balance of weight. It would be like stocky, then a little bit like heftier, and then he would drop weight. But he could go for ring and just kind of uh, revisiting some of his stuff that that he did throughout his years and of uh, wrestling, his prime years. He was, in my opinion, I think he was a bit of an underrated talent. And man, it it really does suck his passing. Also, um, I posted a picture on Facebook and actually just reposted it, um, notifying you guys that we're gonna do a show today. Um, there's a a really, really um deep picture. That's the that's the best word I could describe it. Deep, where you see Bret Hart in the middle and you see Jim, the British Bulldog, Brian Pillman, and Owen Hart. So your it'll be their right, so it'll be our left. And man, that picture is so deep because Bret Hart is literally the last man standing in that photo. And is that the picture you're asking about? That's what I'm talking about right now. That it's our graphics guy is on point. Bam! It it sucks. It's such a fucking. When I saw that picture, I'm not gonna lie to you. It gave me a little bit of a chill. Like wow. And 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 it's it's funny because even people that that we know that don't watch wrestling, uh, our friend Erica. She actually texted me because she follows our page. Mm-hmm. You know who doesn't follow our page? We're on a downer, but who? Yeah, it's okay. Tone underscore 51. That's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Just need to get his name out there. Um, but Erica, who follows our page, she texted me. She was like, oh, my God, what happened to Bret Hart? I instantly thought Bret Hart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we, you know, I had to explain to her, you know, it wasn't Bret. But just looking at that picture. You know, David Boy Smith, Jim the Anvil Nyhart, Owen Hart, Brian Pillman, they're gone. It's nuts, dude. It's really fucking nuts. And it, and it was kind of like, like a preface to what you and I were talking about on last week's show. And if you guys missed it, you can actually go back and listen to it on all the platforms. I know yes. you can also see the SoundCloud, Facebook Live. iTunes, you want to be fancy, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, La Mescla app. Shout out to La Mes Lab. We feel like we don't yeah. shout them out too much. No, no. I actually, there. was on their app today, and our episodes on there. Yeah. You can catch many other podcasts and, and mixes if you're yeah. into music or whatever. So shout out to La Mescla app. Also, uh, Stitcher. Yes, we're on wherever there. you get your podcast. Um, and, and we make it easy because all you got to do anywhere. So we'll put it to you this way. If you have an app and you put Alucha Outsiders, whether it be audio or Facebook or Twitter, whatever it is, 
we're going to come up. And if we don't come up, let us know. And we'll make sure we get on there. But with the, with the picture here, they're all gone. And that's what we were talking about last week. You know, I was watching uh, Royal Rumble 1990, and it got to a point, the first five people, three of them were dead. It's including the managers, five of them were dead. Fucking nuts. You know, you have uh, Miss, uh, Mr. Fuji. You had uh, uh, Bobby the Brain Heenan. Um, it does suck. But, again, that's what we talked about, what we talked about last week, and we don't want to beat a dead horse type of thing. But what we said last week is enjoy them when they're alive. If you see a flyer, you know, you go into the store, and you see a flyer, and they say, hey, you know what? Greg the Hammer Valentine is going to be down at the, at the rec center. Go down to the rec center. It's, it's 10 bucks. It's 15 bucks. To a child, WWE and the rec center is the same thing. It's the same thing. A lot of a lot of our heroes or, or villains that we kind of grew up watching, they're all like leaving us one by one. You know it's gonna rain, right? Yeah, Big ass fucking thunder right now. I'm like, I didn't press a drop. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't me either. <laughs> and it's la mezcla, l a m e z c l a, la mezcla dot com. Uh, James is asking, what type of Spaniard are you? Um, I didn't like the whole bodega. Just saying. Just get over it. Okay? <sighs> it's okay. No, but <laughs> um. With everything that's going on, and and you know, in, and even in the in the in the industry, you still had Aretha Franklin pass away in the in the last couple of days. Mm-hmm. That's why enjoy them when they're alive. I do wanna I do wanna um kind of finish up on the whole uh, yeah. hearts and and Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Interesting enough, yeah, Jim married uh, Brett's sister, yes. and it's nuts that. And I, a lot of people don't point this out. It's nuts that Jim the Anvil Nightheart, his last name Nightheart, has the Yes, yes. Like, you couldn't couldn't, stage that. You couldn't prepare for that. Also, um, I heard, I I was listening to a podcast today, and it was Mm -hmm. a really, really good comparison. The bad luck that the Hart family, Hart Foundation, however you, the Hart clan, their bad luck is an easily comparison, like, mirrored to the, to the, um, I believe it's the Von Erics. Yeah. I, I knew exactly where you were going it's with that. It's nuts how much bad luck both families have. And and because Von the Von Erics was a big huge. Family. Yes, but but okay. So with the Von Erics, it was a huge family, but you only focused on like five or six people of the family. Probably even less than that. Right. I think you're giving two, a couple well, of too much credit. Some of them, you know, they were uh, really big down there. Yeah. But if you look at the Hart Foundation, you still had like seven of them, mm-hmm. including I heard in quarter, you know, including the the the, the bulldog. So. It does suck because I'm not gonna lie. I grew up with these guys, yep. and I think a lot of us that listen to the show, because uh, we do get th- that feedback, you know, where if you didn't grow up with these guys, you knew of these guys, and and it's funny because my daughter, happy birthday, Victoria! Tomorrow she's 11. She told me, "Oh, Natty's dad passed away," mm-hmm. you know. So like, okay, so how do you explain that now? You know what I mean? No, you're right. You're absolutely right. So and and it kind of does suck. Again, we do have to start on a downer, but what does that tell you? We have to focus on the positive. We have to enjoy them when they're there. You know what I mean? Um, and and in Total Divas, I remember they went through the whole, you know, uh, where he's battling his demons and things like that. We can't but imagine. Even, but what even happened. on the, I just can't imagine how Natty's fe- feeling right now, and and I really feel for her because it's not like a surprise it's not no. like a shocking that that natty is 
arguably probably the nicest person in that whole roster yeah. in the WWE. She's just that's why she's not a believable heel when she plays heel. Oh, of course. Everybody knows she's a sweetheart. Of course. But she's not a hateable person. And I just feel for her. She loved her dad so much. Yeah. Always pu- putting her putting him on her Instagram and I just Which feel for she, her. she didn't have it. I mean, she does, she doesn't have to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, and when was the last time we saw Randy Orton put anything about his pops? You're right. And and not going not jumping too much further cuz yeah. we are going to talk about SummerSlam and Takeover, but like even this past Monday Raw um with Ronda Rousey starting the show and talking about Natalia and how much Jim mm-hmm. meant to Natty and and what a father means to a daughter. Yeah. Like talking about that and for those that don't know, Ronda Rousey's uh father committed suicide. Yeah. So that was a crazy, and we're gonna talk more about Raw and yeah, yeah. then leading up to SummerSlam and stuff. But it, it's it's crazy that the the Jim the Anvil Nightheart passing definitely caught me off guard. Yeah, uh, and we have some questions from the Fots friends of the show. You guys can comment below. Uh, let us know what you guys think. We have uh, Antonio Tovio, James Esponto, Christopher Brown, and a whole bunch of other people that are there with us today. But one of the the one of the the remarks that came through the fabulous Rouges or Ro Rouge those, those French guys remember. Um, against the Hart Foundation was a great rivalry. I think that was good, but I think the Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, the whole Canada against, you know. Well, and, and it's funny you say that because when I think of the Hart Foundation and, and some of their battles, I instantly think about the British Bulldogs, right? Okay. Okay, that's like a memorable feud. Yeah, yeah. But going back to feuds and like character, as as great as Bret Hart was as a world champion in his classic IC championship uh, mm-hmm. reigns, right? You know what was my favorite period of Bret Hart? Which one? The anti-American 97 Bret yes. Hart. Yes. That's when you actually got to see Bret Hart be Bret Hart. Because he was an asshole. So I like that whole, you know, I'm the best of the rules, the best of the worlds, and the best yeah. of ever will be. But when he was a heel, yes. he was that bitter heel that hated America. You, you had that connection, and bro. And also, and what was crazy about it was, a lot of people thought it was like a Canada versus America thing, yeah, right? Yeah. Which, in story, it was. That, that's how they, they portrayed it, yeah. In America, he was a heel, right? Yes. But not just in Canada, but the rest of the world. He was a face. Of course. Not only just in, like, he was only, he, not only was he just a heel in America. Mm-hmm. Well, and, and what happened with that, and I think you may see it this way too, wrestling was going through that that climax, that apex, right? Where it was starting to turn. It was turning to this new. Exactly. What ended up being the Attitude Era. And again, where theater copies life, Mm -hmm. Bret Hart was saying and was acting and and was everything that the boys in the back and people in society thought. Nowadays, all this mumble rap stuff, some of it is okay. But some of it is crap. That's the same thing that Bret Hart would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because Bret Hart took wrestling as a real sport. Of course. But it's also the family and where it comes from. Mm-hmm. And by the way, I just noticed, I forgot to change my shirt. I have the other. Yeah, uh, it's okay. They won't notice. Know. Congratulations. It's okay. You I'll do a yourself. double quick one. I got to go take the kids and I'll come back with the new one. Okay. okay. Um, but when you look at Bret Hart, it was what everybody was thinking, you know? And what did that do? And it kind of goes back to what we always talk about here. That's why you need a stable. When you look at the Hart Foundation, when you look at the British Bulldog, when you look at the Anvil, when you look at, at, at Brian Pillman, when you look at Owen Hart, they each had their spot. 
where it wasn't just Bret Hart against Shawn Michaels. Mm -hmm. It was everybody against everybody. Yeah. So, it, it you know, kind of ties into what we've been talking about here for, for a couple of months already. But it is sad what happened with the anvil. It sucks, dude. It really does. And, and again, if you guys see a flyer, or even if you guys see a flyer and you snap a picture and you send it to us, we'll post it on the page. Because even though you may you won't be able to go, maybe somebody else say, hey, you know what? I want to go see Virgil. Let me go see. You know, we have friends at the show in Connecticut where Kevin Nash won the championship. Mm. So that like just like that, you know? Um, guys, share this video. Let the people know that we are here. Um, three, uh, Chris Brown was saying uh, some stuff. I'll go ahead and read it in a little bit. But let us know what you guys think. Oh, here, Hulk Hogan says wrestlers who didn't accept his apology don't understand of the brotherhood of wrestling. It's a little deep. I don't think we can touch uh, on that. We're not yet. even going to touch on Hulk Hogan tonight. Not yet. Not yet. No. We'll, we'll, we'll wait till next week. We'll do a show. <laughs> we're most likely are going to do a show on Wednesday. So we'll uh, we'll touch on the Hulk Hogan stuff. Yeah. yeah. There's so much to the stuff to cover today. But let's, you know, we talked about a passing, which sucks. Let's head over to a little bit of controversy. Yes. Uh, CM Punk is back in the news. Yes, he is. Do you want to know why? <sighs> I mean, I know why. But why, Mario? So he's getting sued. Yeah. Not by a company, by his ex-best friend. You know, at one point, I actually thought that this was a work. You know what? I kind of thought it was a work, too. But the more I read into it, I, I, man, listen. Uh -huh. Okay. So let's, uh, let's rewind back a little bit. Let's yeah. rewind back before the lawsuit uh, from Dr. Amon Amon. Amon. To, to, yeah, we still don't know how Colt to say and him. Punk. That's like me trying to say the Rouge. So they did the podcast that dropped on Thanksgiving. Yes, I which we was, all tuned into. We all tuned into. I believe that was 2013, if I'm not mistaken, or 2014. Okay, I'll be right back. Hold on, better. 2013, 2014. I, I can't remember. Can't think of, I think it was 2013, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe it was 2014. I forget. So the podcast dropped that Thanksgiving. It did insane numbers. And it was pretty much CM Punk venting and exposing quotations of the WWE. Fast forward. Uh, they sent out a cease and desist. Uh, Colt gets it. He considered taking it down. He told Punk this. Punk was like, no, this is my truth. Keep it on there. I will handle all the lawyer fees all the legal fees he will take care of it because obviously punk eh, at that time right we don't know his uh financial state now like currently but i think he's i think he's fine all right he definitely has more money than coca ben so they they had an agreement um that punk was gonna pay for all this and like I said, keep in mind Colt did consider taking it down but punk said don't worry about it I'm gonna handle it Fast forward to uh, now, um, Cole Cabana is stuck with uh, $513,736 uh, $513, of legal fees. And he's waiting for Punk, and Punk tells him, uh, I will pay half of it, and you're on your own. What the fuck? You told the man, you gave the man your word saying that you're going to pay all these fees, and, and now... You're going to, like, just fuck him over like that? Like, what the hell, dude? Like, I just don't get it. And I know a lot of people are saying, like, hey, there's two sides of the story. But just based on P 
Punk's track record, you know, after his wrestling run, you know, he's he's lost a lot of friendships. And I think at one point fans, Punk fans, were kind of giving him the benefit of the doubt. But now it's coming to the point where it's like, how can you fuck over Cole Cabana, the dude that's been rocking with you this whole time? He gave you a platform to uh to vent. You told him, you gave him your word, and now you're just gonna fuck him over for over five hundred thousand dollars. Wait, wait, five hundred thousand? It was five. It was five hundred and thirteen thousand seven hundred fifty-six dollars. Uh, I'll tell you right now the exact number. Five hundred thousand in legal fees. Five hundred and thirteen thousand seven hundred and thirty-six dollars. So Punk told him, "Uh huh, I'll pay half. You okay, cover the rest. Okay, because he was basically stuck in the middle. What? With all it, this, it's not. Colt shouldn't have been dragged into this to begin with. Uh huh. Because it, it goes back. Okay, not to go too much sidebar because I really want to cover the story. Yeah, yeah. But you're you're somewhat associated with radio, right? Yeah. Okay. So uh, let's co- say, according to my wife, no, but yeah, just just, just wrong with. Okay, that, okay? sorry. Okay. Let's say Luis." interviews, right? And we're talking about Luis Jimenez here, right? Yeah. Let's hypothetically, let's say he Cardi B. No. Let's no. say he 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 interviews Takashi 69. Okay. Cuz he's a very controversial So character. you'll take Takashi 69 instead of Cardi B? No, cuz Takashi no, no, 69 know, know, is more controversial, right? Okay. And if you shut the fuck up and you let me finish my sentence. The Fifi song is fire. Okay. He's trash. <laughs> if if he was to talk uh-huh. and like destroy let's say another artist or yeah. maybe an ex-girlfriend of his or whatever yeah, yeah. right now i don't even agree with this person suing the artist right but let's say if that's their game that's what they yeah. want to do sue the artist not the interviewer yeah that has nothing to do with that or or, or sue the show because i wouldn't the- even sue the sue the show either because it has nothing to do with no, no, saying. because so the whole lawsuit was defamation of character, right? I never mentioned anybody's name. I know, but what what they were basing it on is okay. They used this platform. This is what the doctor side was. They used this platform to not let me work ever again. I understand that, which that's a lie too. That they used no, that no, no. I, but Colt never said nothing. I know. They 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 just dragged him into the lawsuit. He was just a casualty in all this. Yeah. And guess what the judge told Dr. Amen? Congratulations. You played yourself. Cole should have never been a part of this. And I'm with you on 100%. Now, as far as taking and 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 paying half of it, at the start, I don't think, first of all, that CM Punk thought that it was going to be that much. Because now remember, <laughs> then he got that he got that legal fee invoice, and he got the biggest. Congratulations! Yeah, you played yourself. Now it's five twelve or whatever for Colt. Now imagine CM Punk's side. But dude, he made millions in the WWE, and he made money in the UFC. But he's cheap. He's but cheap. You should have never gave him your word, bro. Uh, well, I can't say. Oh, maybe he was drunk, and and, 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 and listen, no, you can't say that. Cause no, no, he, he's, I, you know, I know, but that's what, yeah. But and is and he? he's completely fucked. Yeah. Who, Cole or, or Punk. Sam? Punk is completely fucked. If there's something written down, text messages, something. Punk, mm. there's no way Punk is winning this. Of course. And on top of that, if they take this to court, and Colt tells 
Let's say they're in front of the jury and Colt convinces the jury that he was going to take down the podcast, but Punk told him to keep it on there. Yeah. Because Colt did consider taking down the podcast. Yeah. But Punk told him, no, that's my truth. Keep it on there. Have we we checked? Have we checked how many total plays it got? It's uh, it's millions. Yeah. Because I I remember, I I think it actually cracked like uh, Corolla's uh, podcast at one point. It's millions. Yeah. That episode got millions. Um, by the way, I walked out. My wife's like, "Why are you not on camera?" Okay, wife, I'm back. Hello, Jesus, the minis. Um, but by the way, <laughs> you should have told her this. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, but no, and and guys, let us know what you also think. Let us know what you think of of everything that's going on with uh Cole Cavana, with CM Punk, because at the end of the day, you know, you have these. Guys who are best friends, who've who've grown up with each other, who've you know gone through things in the wrestling world. I, I did read some stuff that a lot of people were saying, like making jokes about it. Like, you know, who's the ultimate winner here, the WWE, because they broke up a friendship. <sighs> we're about to break up a friendship. I'm about to block fucking James. James Esponto saying Leo calling tracks fire. Oh man, Leo using words <laughs> from his kids sound cool. I can't call tracks fire now. It's just it's just like the other day you was telling me like, oh, I listen to Spanish trap. I'm like, you don't count. You're an old man. <laughs> I'll go back, fucking watch my. Uh, what was the one with the old white lady that used to come out right before Raw? Murder Shiro. That was a good show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so you know why us wrestling fans think that that was a really good show? Because it was before Raw. Exactly, mm-hmm. and you couldn't wait to watch Raw, so you would end up watching the verdict of the Yo. fucking show. Murder, she wrote. That old lady, she was a G, bro. She Hell yeah. Up, she was a G. Of course. <laughs> and, and, anyways, not to get off track uh, with yeah, this yeah. whole Punk okay. and Cocabana stuff, it, it does kind of suck that Punk, Punk is already known already in the wrestling world that he breaks up friendships, right? Yeah. And it kind of also oh, solidify, solidifies huh? what um, Corey Graves was saying about Punk, yeah. about the breaking up of the friendship and how Punk turned his back on on him and his friendship, and Corey Grace kind of bump, got bummed out because of that, and it kind of solidifies and puts some some truth to what yeah. he was saying. And and I think with the whole Colt and CM Punk, like I think that was one of the strongest friendship we've seen in wrestling since the Click. If you actually look at it's, it, it's, it's definitely up there. Also, I think it's like Cole Cabana, whether you like the guy or not, and whether you like the guy or not, he's. He's beloved by so yeah. many people. He's it, like, you don't hear many people saying bad shit about Coca Banner, right? No. So, like, I went to a Wrestle Pro show. It was literally the week, the same week after the, the they they found um, Punk and Colt innocent, right? Yeah, yeah, I remember he you told went, me when you had the conversation, and dude. When he was sitting on his merch table, he just looked like out of it, and kind of just went up to him and told him like, "Hey, dude, um, I'm glad it's over, man. Um, uh." I'm just happy for you, and mm-hmm. I hope you could move past this. And he was like, yeah, man, thank you. I appreciate it. He's like, he's just bad times. And I felt for the guy because yeah. you could tell, like, it really did stress him out. And even, like, listening to, like, the next two podcasts after that, you could tell it was still affecting him, and he was kind of bummed out. Well, and and you know what? And a lot of people say, oh, yeah, you know, become a wrestler for the money, become a wrestler. No, uh, you know, a lot of these guys are just making ends meet. It may look like they're making a lot of money, but they're not. But if you look at with, with Cole Cabana, you know, it has to take a toll on him because it's like you're running a, a race, right? Five-mile race, let's say. 
you're basically doing it with one foot because now CM Punk is the other foot. And then now you get to the end, you still had to keep it up. You know what I mean? On something that, again, we're going back to the to the beginning, had nothing to do with him. Yeah. You know, it's like it's like if you and I sit here and we have somebody come in, you know, it's kind of the same thing. Like we're just facilitating for the person to tell their story. Just to just to add on to yeah. this, I think this might be the the last straw when it comes to punk fans. I think punk fans can't defend yeah. them anymore. I think at this point, there's no defending this guy anymore, and it just you know it's time to separate who punk is outside of what he did in the wrestling world, not yeah. just WWE and Ring of Honor and all that stuff, and and what he did in the Indies. All that stuff is great. He had a when it comes to wrestling, he had a Hall of Fame career. Yeah, and what he did in the wrestling world. He made his mark. Oh, of course. Um, there will never be another CM Punk. But as a as a person, I, you know, me being a Punk fan, I, I you know, he's a piece of shit. Yeah, I don't think you can defend him. I, you can't anymore. You can't. Um, Jose Gonzalez, hashtag Reekens of Wrestling. Um, what he's saying is Punk has burned his bridges with exactly. everyone in the business mm-hmm. with that move. At this point, um, the only last bridge that he has to burn is his own marriage with AJ Lee. And we don't know. I, I do want to add another thing to just wrap up this whole uh, punk and Coca Cabana situation. Yeah. And by the way, I hope Coke Cabana wins this. Yeah, because uh, you know I what? Really does, well, I really do. He hope, I hope. I hope he really does win this. When it was Colt and CM Punk against the doctor, we were rooting for Colt and CM Punk. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to root for Colt. Yeah, because at the end of the day, he was just a casualty in all this, and he should have never been involved in it. By the way, if, if I ever say I'm going to do something for you, 98% of the time I do it. And I and I do, mm-hmm. just saying. You kind of sometimes you're lazy about it, but you do. But do I do it though. But oh. I do it. I, um, I come through. Progress Wrestling did oh, do a show yeah. last week in Chicago. Oh, oh, what is hashtag Subway Mania? I want to know. So, I'll get to that. Okay, perfect. Oh, so Mania. don't watch wrestling. Um, just to wrap up on Progress. Colt and Punk, Progress Wrestling. They had a show in Chicago. Remember, I went to the Philly show. Yes, they had a show in Chicago. And Jim, which he's like kind of the voice of progress wrestling, mm-hmm. he's kind of like the the host of the okay. show. And he also is a the MC. He's a comedian in the UK, but he yeah, he is the MC of, okay. the, of progress wrestling. And I think he has some part ownership in progress. Is he wrestling. the one that did like the whole skit with Gordo? Was it Gordo the guy, the fat guy? Uh, Grado. Grado, yeah. I think uh, I saw something. Okay, okay, but go ahead. Sorry. Anyways, Jim, they was like, yeah, we're in Chicago, the home of CM Punk. Keep in mind they were Chicago. The yeah. crowd booed. Was Colt there? No. Wow. You got even your own Chicago fans turning on Hashtag you. Hashtag Reekens of Wrestling. He's burned all his bridges with everybody. Mm-hmm. So you're talking it's about crazy. Subway Mania. I'm not going to spend too much time on it. You know what Subway yeah. Mania is? No. Remember that clip that went viral like a couple weeks ago where you saw Kane and Oh, Austin the one that I sent to you were like, I'm not posting this shit. Yeah, I was like, I'm not posting. <laughs> now, don't get me wrong. It is funny, but I'm uh-huh. not posting this uh-huh. shit. Where you saw Kane and, and I think it was Triple H and Austin, you know. Yeah, that, that was a really bad Austin. I mean, Austin is, is easy Kane to looked do. pretty bad too, though. Yeah, like the, the, <laughs> the mask was like three mm-hmm. quarters of the way on. And I think the guy behind them was supposed to be Shane. But that was even bad. I mean, the only thing that gave it away was the white sneakers at the bottom. Uh, but <laughs> so I was gonna. Was so I was gonna talk about this um, like later on while we were going down the list. But I guess I'll bring it up now. Uh, so Chris Jericho sent out that sent out a tweet like a couple of days ago saying 2019 should be an interesting uh, a year. Yes, should be interesting. Some somewhere down the lines, and they put hashtag free agent. 
Okay. So there's been rumors going around for the past couple of weeks, and we haven't really talked about it, that the the feeling, the the vibe mm-hmm. that's out there, okay. that at some point Chris Jericho is going to appear in Impact Wrestling. Yes. That's, yes. that's like... That's the vibe, all right? It's the un- unwritten uh, word, the the unwritten press. What people feel. Yeah, go ahead. Okay. I'm just trying to fuck it up. So in more Chris Jericho news, and we actually did a post at Lucha Outsiders yeah. everywhere, Facebook, Instagram, and the Twitter, okay? Um, on a very recent episode of uh, Talk of Jericho, which is his podcast, mm-hmm. I believe is the Beer City Bruiser episode, which is actually a real, real good episode. Okay. Um, In that episode... He's talking about the Jericho Cruise and, like, you know, you're going to have talent from Ring of Honor and Impact Wrestling and blah, blah, blah. And he teases that the Jericho Cruise might be an annual thing. Yes, I did hear about that. Okay, which I like that. Okay. That's good for all of us that they didn't yes. make it this year. Or, of course. Or that eventually want to go Di- at. Diversity. Diversity. Great. Yeah. Okay. I just read not too long ago, maybe like a couple minutes ago, that Chris Jericho, after he won the Intercontinental Championship in New Japan, Japan, he pitched an idea to WWE where you could have the first ever Intercontinental Champion versus Intercontinental Champion. And they didn't knock it, the idea, uh-huh. but they never got back to him. Okay. Meaning, like, they just didn't want to go forward with the idea. Yeah, so the yeah. idea was that at some point, if Seth Rollins was still the champion... I mean, with Jericho, that would be... If Rollins was a champion, Jericho's going to attack Rollins and then set up a program there. Okay. But it never happened. Like, but it, never but happened. isn't New Japan working with Ring of Honor and American TV? But Chris Jericho's a free agent. Hmm. Chris Jericho do whatever the hell he wants. Yeah, it would be kind of like an Austin Aries thing where he's got the belts and he's able to come kind around. Because think about it. Chris Jericho worked Wrestle Kingdom. Oh. Okay, yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> you played yourself. Chris Jericho worked Wrestle Kingdom. Uh huh. Look, look, there's a replay right there. Look, ready? Ready? There's a replay. Boom, right there. <laughs> By the way, we have a delay, so we're able to see. <laughs> what a jackass. Okay. So Chris, Jer- so Chris Jericho, um, he appeared at Wrestle Kingdom, right? Yeah. Then he appeared at um New Year's Dash, which is like the equivalent of the the Raw yes. after WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. He appeared at Raw 25. Yes, he did. Okay. And Royal Rumble. No, not Royal. Greatest Royal Rumble. Not Royal Rumble. Which, which is the one where he had the greatest Alpha Club? Greatest Royal Rumble. Okay. No, the Alpha Club shirt was at Raw 25. At Raw 25. Where we went to. I was there. Yeah, you yeah. were there. After a while, old, man, old, you know, old people, old man Leo, we forget. At Greatest Royal Rumble, he did wrestle. And keep in mind, he also uh-huh. attacked Naito. Yes, within the same time it span. It was like the same. It was like, yeah. it was not too... So he's going back and forth. Mm-hmm. That's what Chris Jericho does. He's a fucking smart guy. And and so it, and it and it kind of brings up a total different question on this. With everything that Jericho's done, he has to be the greatest wrestler of all time. I mean, he's running with that goat gimmick. He but okay, let's put everything aside. Let's put up the you know the whole Stone Cold thing, the whole The Rock. Stone Cold's not a wrestler anymore. His if you look at his line of work, it only lasted what. 10, 15 years? When, okay. When it comes to wrestling, wrestler, uh-huh. yes. Who? When it, Stone Cold. No, I'm talking about Chris Jericho. Okay. When it comes to the wrestling world, uh-huh. wrestler, he has surpassed Austin and he has surpassed The Rock. Yes. When it comes to superstardom, he has not surpassed The Rock or Austin. But there's a but here. Mm-hmm. He's getting there. 
what does he need to do to surpass them? Because look, look at everything that he's done. He's the, the, he's getting there, but to me, he hasn't surpassed. You know what? I think if anything, he's probably closer to Austin, but he's not at The Rock. Listen, at the end of the day, The Rock took what Hogan nah. did. And he took it to another level. <laughs> the Rock is, but I, maybe yeah. maybe you're right, and it's a point that maybe he's more on the same level as in Austin. Nah. Uh-huh. Cause it, he's just he's dabbled in so much stuff, Chris Jericho. Uh-huh. It's like you can't knock him at. This. By the way, just like our chat, they're dabbling in a whole bunch of different things. They're talking about Menudo for some reason. I don't know. I don't control the chat. They're just there. Menudo. It's probably saying what you listen to or something. No, it has nothing to do with me. Or else I would have read it. Hashtag old man Leo. I think when you go wrong with that gimmick, probably get like a beer or something. Anyway, um, but have it, bro. Just let it grow out. Fuck you, bro. <laughs> you already got the white in there. Yeah, it's the worst fucking part. Listen, the Tama oldest, Tunga the... embraces his whiteness on his beard. So do I. Yeah, so but you look old. Besides, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> um, no, but I mean, just look at looking at, at the, again with the line of work. Chris Jericho has been a TV star, a movie star, a rock, a star. rock star, a wrestling star. Not a only da- here, a dance star in Japan. Dance star, he's basically everything that everybody wants to be, and still because he played hockey too, and still finds time to do a podcast every fucking week that drops twice a week. Yeah, so yeah, imagine if he did. could do that. When you get your Metro card, we could still do it. What's with the Metro card thing? I don't, know, don't, I don't get it. it. Don't worry about it. I don't, I don't get the Metro. Okay, card we'll get thing. you a New Jersey Path card. I don't get that either. Don't worry about it. You know what? What are you going to talk about? Congratulations. You played yourself. Hashtag old man Leo. Of mm. course. That's going to start trending now. Um, <laughs> so let's not forget also that Don Callis, which he's a very close personal friend of Chris Jericho, he's running Impact Wrestling. So I could I could see Chris Jericho appearing in Impact Wrestling, especially the direction they're going in 2019. Mm-hmm. We don't know. Now, with all this hype about All In and all this hype about the Indies, which again... I know we don't like to call it the indies because you have, like you said uh, last week, TV deals. The, the second you have a TV deal, you're not an indie yeah. anymore. That's how so, I, I, I so, look at it. But just looking at All In and all this, it kind of brings you back to the way the Territory Days should have been, mm-hmm. where everybody worked together to be on screen. Yeah, You know what I mean? Because at All In, you have all these different companies kind of coming together. And looking at it's more like companies are allowing their talent. Yes, to come but now if they see a payoff, all in two could be even bigger, more together. Bigger, of yeah. course, of course. We are going to talk about all Dali. in, but I do want to touch on a, one more thing about Impact Wrestling. Dali. So Impact Wrestling, as much as their product has gotten really, really good, uh, their recent episode of Impact Wrestling was good too, especially with the LAX and the. Yeah, that whole street fight that was really good. That that was really, really good. It's shot kind of like Lucha Underground-ish. That's the way to go. It's great. It's fucking great. That's the way to go. Also, like, Final Deletion. My wife's watching a novella from fucking Galavision and shit, Mm -hmm. and some of their, like, cutaways have that same feel to it. Remember what you just said right now. The novella. novella. Because later on in the show, Uh we're going to come back to that novella. Novella. Okay. So, um... Unfortunately, their ratings have been kind of dipping a little bit. Yeah. But the product's been real good, though. Why do you think it's dipping? Um, The theory behind this, and sh- um, I got to give the, the credit to JR, Jim Ross, from his okay. podcast. What he's saying, the reason why the ratings, even though the product's good, he admits that the product is great. Mm-hmm. 
as a matter of fact, some of the stuff that you see in Impact Wrestling is kind of it's more entertaining than what you see on Raw. Yeah. In my opinion, hate me for it. I don't care. No, it's okay. They usually hate me for it. But the problem is the channel they're on, the company they were Pop. Pop TV. Yeah, I don't I don't have that shit. So the the example that he says is you actually do have Pop TV. I do? That yeah. Six, oh. uh, channel six ninety four. Oh, okay. Good. So <laughs> So I can watch Impact? Yes. Jesus, um, just hit me with the fucking button. Just Congratulations. You played yourself. So the example that JR was saying I'm is like, it. I thought we're done. Go ahead. What he what the example that JR is saying is when you're in a in a in a channel, in a in a TV whatever, mm-hmm. right? Syndication. What, what however you want to look yeah. at it, it's like you need to have other shows that are successful in that channel. Yeah. For it. So it's like he uses like, okay, Impact Wrestling, great on Pop TV. What else do you watch on Pop TV? And nobody can think of a thing. No. Well, it's kind of like what we were talking about before. You know, Murder, She Wrote. Murder, She Wrote used to come day, right yeah. before. Uh, day, yeah. and, and and it's funny because Chris Lee Knows Best, or whatever the hell this show's called, mm-hmm. we've all watched maybe a couple of minutes here and there. I, I usually fall asleep to it. No, but what I'm <laughs> saying is, but you're still tuning in. No. I, so that still counts towards the ratings exactly. of that show. Yeah. So and plus you got the overrun from Raw at the end, and yeah. then it leads into the the, the which those I'm those doing. eight minutes actually count for the next hour. Not, yeah, it helps out their yeah, rating. Yeah. So, but um, we have people that are joining on the chat, Mikey. If, uh, is it Alonzo or Alfonso? Alonzo. Alonzo. Okay, Mikey Alonzo, Jorge Scarpita. Guys, share this video. Let the people know that we're here. We're taking you on a little ride on everything that happens in the wrestling world. We've talked about a lot of things. If you missed any of it, you can actually go back to this Facebook Live, or, or subscribe to the podcast version of the show, iTunes, you're going to be fancy, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, TuneIn, La Mescla app, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast, leave us a five-star, 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 five-star rating review, comments, grievances, bury either one of us, it will most likely be Leo. Probably. So check this out. Richard Beecher has uh, some good information. He says that Impact Wrestling is sandwiched between the young and the restless and sweetest something. No! That says it all. They need a better deal. And I think going forward in 2019, especially in the new regime of Impact. Oh, they're going to look for a new deal. And if I was them, Uh I would look into going back to what used to be Spike. Now it's called the Paramount Network. Yes. I would look into that. Try to to build bridges once again with them because now their product is good. and, And also in Spike to Paramount, you have a lot of people that have left from the They used to be on Spike. So again, you do have to build up build and, and on, on both sides because you also it, have the same thing on, on Impact. Both side, but you know, you still got Bellator that's on on um, Paramount that used to formerly be Spike. Yeah. So build that bridge again, and it'll be great. Oh, um, Paramount announces that we we once again got Impact Wrestling. They can make a big deal about it because. When Impact was at their prime, it was there. Was there Spike TV? Yeah. Um, we have uh, uh, Jose Gonzalez hashtag Weekends of Wrestling. Guys, a quick update: Lucha Conquest Three, the main event, Penta Zero Miedo against Mil Muertes, and they're going to be covering exclusively on Facebook. That's great. That's good. Well, Hell yeah! We'll definitely tag one of us, tag yeah. the Leo or myself. And we'll uh, we'll share the love. We'll, share, we'll put it on our yeah. page. We yeah. actually, I remember sharing. We shared a AAA show not too yes. long ago, and a lot of people tuned into it. But hey, but again, like, and and it's funny because I saw this little clip. It was like a, like a meme, right? Where it showed like a little staircase, right? So on the top staircase, it's like 
European DJs, mm. right? So it's each one helping each other to the top of the staircase. Yeah. And then on the bottom, it said American DJs. Mm. And like one guy was kicking the one guy off. The other one was jumping off. And what does that tell you? That you have to work together. Yeah. You have to work together. We don't have all the answers, but we have a lot of questions just like you guys do. That's why we do this to, you know, help out everybody. That's what we said before. Hey, if you guys are, are see a, a flyer for a show, send it to us. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely post it. it. We, yeah. we have no problem. And it doesn't have to be in the tri-state area only. It could be in Florida, wherever. If you're from the area and you want to give a, a, a indie company promotion or whatever, yeah. we'll post it on there. Yeah, yeah. Um, we are, James Esponto is saying Jericho's career is the most prolific in pro wrestling. CMML to end, uh, to New Japan, ECW, WCW, WWF, WWE, then back to New Japan, and he made himself memorable in every promotion that he's ever been in. And now with the Jericho Cruz, he's doing business with Ring of Honor and Impact yeah. Wrestling. So, you know, and it's it, his. It's not you can't argue that with Jericho. But no. um, someone in the chat mentioned Pentagon Junior. Yes, Pentacero. Uh, so I was we saying were, it like a white guy, and then I stopped halfway the, through. The 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 rumors are right. We talked about it last week. It yeah, got we announced for All In, uh, Pentagon Junior yes. versus Kenny Omega. Yes, that match is going to be sick. Of Potential course. one of the matches of the year. Potential. Co- no, no, no. Come on, Mario. You're you're already jumping into the pool. Yes, I will say that's. I'm not going to say that's the match of the uh-huh. year, but I'm going to say top five. It could, it could be top ten. Top ten. And this is a match for me personally that uh-huh. I am. Struck- You're emotionally invested in the I, match because I love both guys and I don't know who I want to win. I love both guys. I had the same feeling. The same feeling I had was also like earlier this year, even though the match was not all that great. I don't think yeah. it was bad, but when Nakamura and AJ at WrestleMania, the first one. Yes, the the the, the no, not the first no, one no, in no. Japan. The the first one in WWE. Well, yeah, the, the first title. one in WWE, yeah. I, I was like, damn, I don't, I, I'm stuck in between. That's how I feel about Pentagon and Kenny yeah. Omega. Now, I love both guys so much. Now, this is a match that you also need to see again. Because remember what we had, you know, with the whole, you know, you watching it live and then getting that feel for it and then watching it recording. Like, okay, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Well, it goes back and it goes back to a, almost a year ago when we did the, the, the you know, the best of 2018, the Luchis. The um, a lot of those matches I rewatched, yeah, to get a, just to get a feel of it. But I think this is great. Omega and Pentagon Junior are gonna fucking kill it. Mm-hmm. Um, the car looks amazing, and yeah, support all in. Yeah. Make sure don't be cheap. Don't use one of these fucking illegal streams. Support all in. Order the fucking pay per view. Oh, of course. Now, when you're coming to my house to watch, you know we got order the fucking pay per view. I would order it in my house. No, too. I know. Me okay, too. So you me know too. what? Congratulations. What? You I'm played gonna order. What do you mean? What? Hey, this man. No, we're gonna go, we're gonna get all in and we're gonna watch it and we're trying we're we're trying to see if we can get something done for that day, um, but you know what? This I think this is a show where if guys get together to watch WrestleMania, you could do it for all in. You need to get these same guys to come in and watch, even if they don't watch anything else other even than WWE. If they're strictly WWE guys. Be like, yo, listen, there's an there's just a give it a me- try. There's a mega indie show happening. It's like WrestleMania esque. These are some of the best wrestlers in the world that are not working for the WWE. You got to come over and watch it. Have an open mind. And you know what pisses me off too about wrestling? Go ahead, Mario. Go ahead. Boom. Stop. No, sorry. That a lot of these WWE marks uh-huh. are like wishing like Bad. all these other companies and all into fail. Why yeah. would you want that? Yeah. 
You know how much of a, a of a of a dry like how the business was super dry after WWE WWF at the time bought WCW and when pe- ECW went bankrupt. People don't remember that. Do you remember how bad that whole invasion angle was? Because now when we look at it, mm-hmm. they just show you WWE just shows you what they want to show you. Yeah. They don't show you like the bad stuff that happened. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? Yeah, they show Jericho, you know, coming over even before this whole thing happened. Yeah, they show you Rey Mysterio's uh, thing. Yeah, they show you but Taz. But the Mysterio happened after the invasion. No, 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 I know. But they pick and choose what they show mm-hmm. you. Now, we, because we're crazy about wrestling, we'll go back, like I did the other day, and watch Royal Rumble 1990. Mm-hmm. But we'll also watch anything from ECW. Yeah. ECW was bad. It had its bad moments. ECW was But some bad. of the stuff was real good, too? No, 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 but that's what I'm saying. Like, at the end of the day, you get to pick and choose mm-hmm. what you want people to know and what you want people... What I'm trying to say is this. Just don't wish bad upon it because you want... And I tell you this. If All In is a success and all these promotions start getting TV deals, WWE product has to get better. Well, it's funny that you say that because that goes to my next topic. Just last, we're here. Last gotcha. week, all right, shout-outs to uh, my boy X and my boy Yuri. They nailed um, tickets for the G1 special happening at MSG, Ring of Honor New Japan. Nice. They sold out. Gone. Sold out. So you can't tell me that Vince was not pissed at this. Of course. After this whole thing happened, WWE where they blocked, has yeah. been struggling to sell out the MSG, and yeah. New Japan and Ring of Honor did it. Yeah, and yeah. it's gonna keep happening, mm-hmm. and you're gonna get to a point where some of the venues are gonna be too small. This is good. This is a good look for of the course. business. And some of the people, like I said, some of these strictly WWE fans, they're they're wishing bad. Oh, by that time, Omega and the Bucks are gonna be WWE, which could be a possibility. We don't know. It could. Be. I hope that doesn't happen. No, because I think something good here. Um, believe me, the MSG show selling out does play a part with All In. Yeah, because All In was the the catalyst of all this. Of course, you have people that that couldn't go mm-hmm. to Chi Town, mm-hmm. but now at least you know what, I can get a, a a lighter version of this. And it might not even be that light because that. Depending on what happens at Wrestle Kingdom, and, and we're going to talk about the, the... No, but I mean lighter the, version where you won't have all these names, but mm-hmm. uh, with New Japan, you have some good stuff out there. Now, we have a question from our friends of the show. Um, hey, Lucha Outsiders, Regans of Wrestling Collab, we're down. Mario and Leo, let's talk after the show. Yeah, we're down. We'll, we'll definitely, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll definitely talk after the show. Um, so, w- somebody in the chat put that if at this point, Penta, as a luchador, Penta is better than Rey Mysterio. Because the gimmick is different. That's why I think we need to start. And I don't want to, because we have so much shit to talk about it. So I no, don't but just wanna, a quick, quick. I, I don't want to. I don't want to put too much into it. But you can't, you can't compare it yet, because one Rey is still wrestling, and Pentagon hasn't even peaked yet. As great as Pentagon Junior yeah. is. I, in my belief, and that was Richard Beecher, by the way. Pentagon hasn't peaked yet. No, 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 not at all. And, and Ray Mysterio, he's still going to this day. And right now, at, at, at like wrestling at, wise, where he's going, yeah, I think he's better than some of his previous WWE stuff. Yeah, 
Well, and, and plus I think also the size helps him a little bit. You know, when the whole high flyer luchador, the only thing you can remember from there is him being a dart for the fucking NWO. Mm-hmm. That's all you can remember from that time. I could see the the comparisons and the parallels. Like, I, I like the comparison. Mysterio yeah, but, Jr. But I don't want to compare careers or legacy-wise because no, no, you can't. hasn't peaked you and Rey Mysterio's still going. You don't know. A year from now, Rey Mysterio could be universal champion. We don't know. He could be. We don't know. He could be. But now Penta, bro, the upswing on that guy. Bro, the dude hasn't peaked yet. And and the thing is, Ray Phoenix is another guy. Like, a lot of people focus only on Pentagon Jr. Good thing we have the pictures up. But Ray Phoenix Uh is another guy that watch out for that guy. Yeah. Because that dude is more of the Mysterio style. Mm Mm-hmm. Pentagon Jr., he has a mixture of a whole bunch oh, of Oh, no, he's a, he's a hybrid. It was said right there on the chat. Exactly. Pentagon Jr. is a hybrid. Mysterio is more of that Mysterio style, but some of the moves that Ray Phoenix comes up with, it's like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. Like, he'll he'll springboard through the middle rope, somehow hit you with a cutter out of nowhere, and t- yeah. it's, it's, it's nuts. Yeah, he pulled the, pulled yeah. Out. Or he'll start with a DDT and end up with a you know over the top rope, whatever. I, I, <laughs> but I, but again, I love, I love both guys so much. Yeah, I really do. I love both guys. And and the pairing, and it's funny because we have the picture from the the MLW, mm-hmm. but that pairing gives it some substance to just hey, it's just two luchadors that are put together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Can you think of any two other luchadors that were put together and you're like, okay, well they're they're, they're brothers. No, no, but I'm saying like. Where you had a tag team. Like, you can't tell me right now the Psychosis and Rey Mysterio were a legitimate tag team. No. Or La Parca and, and whoever. Cause La a lot just, of people forget that Hoovy and Mysterio were a tag team. Yes, but not a le- like legitimate like Ray Phoenix and... and uh, they're, Phoenix. they're a legitimate tag team. Yeah. Lucha Brothers. They're, they're a legitimate tag team. But a lot of people forget, like, in the, remember the Filthy Animals, Conan? Yeah. And, yeah. And a lot of people forget that Hoovy and and They were Mysterio, a good tag team, too. They were a tag team. And it's funny because Hoovy was supposed to be the muscle and Ray was supposed to be the high flyer. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, guys, keep the questions coming. Uh, Share the video. Let the people know that we are here. We haven't even touched TakeOver. We haven't even touched SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. We're going on an hour. I like this. Friday afternoon. We're enjoying this. We're having a good time. Friday night. Same difference. Come on. I'm a kayfabe. Congratulations. You played yourself. So, you want to... Talk about some some comedy, not, not comedy stuff. It's more like it's more like really, dude. Like, eh, let's go, let's go. So, um, you know we're big fans of Dave Meltzer, right? Yeah. No! No! no. no. Make sure you share the video, guys. Make sure you share the video. Share the video, or um, if you can't tune in now, spread the word and check out the podcast version if you miss anything. But yeah. Davis Meltzer. Oh, so you're going to call him by his government name now? Davis Meltzer or what a lot of Meltzer fans like to call Uncle Dave. Listen, if you call the man God. Uncle Dave, you get the biggest. Congratulations. You played yourself. I think, yeah. Hey, Dave Meltzer. I give you one of these. You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. He doesn't know. He doesn't know. So, <laughs> Mr. Davis Meltzer, and I should give you congratulations for that too. They don't know. Uh, Mr. Davis Meltzer. I had some comments recently on his uh, Wrestling Observer uh, radio podcast um, that you subscribe to. And um, he has some comments about Payne Royce. And and without going into, like, word for word, pretty much he tried to say that uh, she was lighter, okay, in her NXT days and that she does nothing for him, which he could have just said 
the iconic the the iconics the iconic duo currently right now do nothing for me. Like it would work better in NXT, and that would have just been a clean comment. But the climate that we live now with um you know the Me Too movement and you know um whether you agree with it or not you know just bashing other women or 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 just saying certain comments it, it doesn't work well in today's climate you will get a shit ton of backlash now do i think Meltzer meant and listen i i can't stand Meltzer i think he's overrated and i i, I can't stand people that worship the guy because he gets a shit ton of people, a shit ton of things wrong, but people like hold his word with such high regard. But forget, like, hey, you know, there's so many other fucking reporters that do the exact same thing that he does, like Ryan Sand from Pro Wrestling Sheet, or Wade Keller from Pro Wrestling Torch, or um, Mike Johnson from PW Insider, and I'm not, and I'm, um, who else? Uh, Raj, Raj, Raj Geary from uh, Wrestling Inc. There's so many people that do this kind of stuff, but yet. Dave Meltzer is the guy that that people go to for and hold for such high regard, but he gets a ton of shit wrong. Anyways, and he's he a ma- boy too. He made this comment about Payne Royce, and man, when I tell you, you get a shit ton of backlash, like everybody started going at this dude, including Payne Royce, um, adding him, and he had to make a public apology and. He had to do a 30-minute apology the very next day on Wrestling Observer Radio. With Meltzer. Would you would you like me to read um, exactly what he said? Did you tell the people yet? I kind of gave tell, him Tell the people word for it. Yeah, tell the people word for it. Okay, so, uh, you know, quotations. Meltzer, that kind of got uh, bored out. They're, they're another one. I thought they had a cool act in NXT and on the main roster. I don't get a thing out of them. I don't think their promos are particularly good. Their wrestling isn't good. I think they even like, I think, he goes like, I think they even like, I think paying Roy's transformation to look more attractive. I don't know. I don't want to say, but I don't think that. Uh, Alvarez, which is his co-host, goes like, she was more attractive than NXT, question mark. I thought so, yes. To me, yes, I would say so, but neither here or nor there. Alvarez, no one's saying she's unattractive, by the way, everybody. Uh, Melissa's like, I know, no shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I didn't say it at all, but I don't think she doesn't stand. I don't think she doesn't stand out for me. When she was in NXT, she did. Uh, Alvarez, you know one thing I've noticed about NXT, and Meltzer says she was she was a lot lighter. Now, um, I think it's no secret. You know, she she got some some work done in her uh chest area okay yes, i have yes. no problem with enhancement her. okay talent. She, she looks fucking phenomenal she looks great she's a gorgeous female she's young so she has so many uh things to learn still the only thing i can agree with melton alvarez is that yes they're 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 stick in smackdown in the main roster they're just to be frank has gotten a bit stale i agree with them on that you think but yeah absolutely but it worked better in nxt but when you start going into detail on appearances, especially in the climate that we live in today. Of course, hashtag me too. You can't be saying that. And Leo, you're Mr. I put my foot in my mouth all the time. How do you feel about, no, these? How but, do you feel okay. about these comments? Okay, so th- there's one thing to have fun with somebody and be positive about it. Like whenever I joke around with somebody, it's not coming from a dark place where I'm trying to push them down. I think with him and that comment. But he's a journalist. No, no, it doesn't matter. 
Okay? Because what happens is, and, and it gets to a point where, you know what? He was just talking out of his ass. You can kind of see it with, with the whole back and forth. Yeah. Like, he didn't it's know like, where he was going to go with it. It's like he, he wanted to kind of go around it, but he ended up, his true feelings ended up coming exactly. out. Exactly. Like, if you want to be a journalist, then don't do a podcast. Because if you want to be a journalist, then okay, take the same shit that you write and just read it word for word. What's interesting about this, too, is the second that this audio came out or whatever and he started getting attacked, a lot of the WWE talent that are not Meltzer fans went at him, too. Of course. So, apparently, WWE, WWE informs their talent. Meltzer doesn't e- exist. Don't mm-hmm. acknowledge him. Yeah. All right? So, after this Payne Royce comment and he started getting backlash... Some of the WWE talent took advantage of this and was like, okay, of course, not, the, the company, the company is not gonna, is not gonna censor us for help. It's, it's not gonna censor all of us now. They're not gonna, yeah, yeah. they're not gonna, um, they pretty much we can't all get in trouble. Yeah, yeah. So they just started going ham on the guy. And listen, does Meltzer belong in the wrestling world? Yes, I do think. As much as I, I'm not really much of a fan of the guy. I do think he does belong in the wrestling world. But at the same time, I feel like this is kind of karma a little bit for some of the stories and false information that he's put out there. A lot of people, like I said, well, like before I went on this Melter rant, uh, a lot of people hold this guy for high regard. Yeah. And some things. Like he's the end all be all. And he's not. I know. He's not. Know. He is not. Like, let's be honest here. As much as I love New Japan, let's not act like he doesn't have a bias on New Japan. Of course. Well, it, it's kind of, it kind of goes back to what you and I always talk about. Hey, you know what? If we see Nakamura and AJ, that's going to be top echelon in any of our fucking matches. Mm-hmm. Right? But it may not live up to it. it may, which it didn't at WrestleMania, which, uh, you know, going back to it, it wasn't a bad match, but it definitely no, no, did not no. live up but to it. But for life. those guys... You know what I mean? But now for Dave to come say, "Oh no, that was a six, uh, you know, a six out of five stars." And, and and listen, not and not saying the the ratings that he gives some of these matches. Not saying they're not great matches and they they can't be matches of the year. Not saying that, but let's be honest here: the whole six seven star you, rating you that's need, a fucking gimmick at this point. Of of course, it was a gimmick to begin with. Exactly, it's a fucking gimmick. And and, and Meltzer to me is not the end-all be-all, but everybody is so wrapped around on the fucking guy, and they fucking want to kiss the the ground he walks on. It's like, oh, Uncle Dave. Uncle Dave, really? You're nah, calling, are you guy. calling this man Uncle Dave? Fuck the that. dude's a wrestling nerd like all of us, okay. bro. Okay, we, we had a comment here, uh, uh, hashtag the uncle you don't want around your kids or something like that. Uh, I'll get it in a minute. But, um, yeah, like, okay, the only way for that star system to work or any type of grading system, you need to have three, at least three com- people. A committee. Exactly. A committee. Where, you know what, Mario, you're more, you know, you didn't watch early 90s or whatever it was. You need to have three different people that view wrestling differently and, 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 and give think, it an average. And I think and I think three, you're going like kind of, you're kind of going low there. Well, I it's kind of hard to get six people or seven people or 25 people together. No, no, not 25 people, but, it, it, you know, if you was to, Hypothetically, right? Yeah. You get Mike Johnson, uh, Raj Gear from Wrestling Inc., uh, PW George, Wick Keller, and and um, Brian Alvarez, and also uh, um, Dave Meltzer, right? So you got five yeah. people right there, and they five. can come to an agreement there. Then the star rating makes perfect sense because you have different, okay, they, different, different views, different views. So they could give it a, a, an equivalent of a, uh-huh. of, a, of a good rating, and an average is what what we're looking at, an around. average of a rating, but like. 
people go by, oh, Dave Meltzer this and Dave Meltzer that. Now, don't get me wrong. A lot of people that watch New Japan now, it's because of Dave. Oh, of course. They hold his word for high regard, but he's not the old end all beyond. But let's 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 just let the people know that we were watching New Japan way before that. Yeah, exactly. Just saying. Just he's saying. Not, let, he, let it be known, people. He's not the end all be all. No, he's not, and he gets a lot of shit wrong. Listen, and I've said it in past episodes before. This is a guy that said that Viscera, yes, a Viscera, Mabel yeah. was supposed to be the third man in the NWO. He reported this. The Almighty Dave Meltzer. Okay. <sighs> Do, do 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 your research, people. Get that fucking So Dave Meltzer, you get the biggest. Congratulations, you played yourself. Oh, and I'll say seven times out of ten, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I think you're low. I think maybe eight out of ten. Yeah, we'll give the we'll give the old man. A <laughs> we'll give him the over under. Uh, guys, share the video. Let the people know that we are here. We're getting good feedback well, today. What, what, what are the, what's the chat room saying about this whole Dave Meltzer? Issue? Yeah, they, they don't they don't agree with Meltzer. They, you know, kind of what, what we're talking about, where you don't have where he's not, you know, the end all. Um, you know, Peyton Royce uh, cried over Dave. Yeah, it's it's a shame. Um, so Richard Beach is saying eleven out of five star. I think we're I think we're like eleven and two quarter stars. That's it's gonna I, be. It, <laughs> and uh, to add to our system thing that we were talking about, it's a ten star system. It has to be ten stars. Listen, because for you to do five stars, now you're gonna start doing halves and maybe quarters. It has to be ten stars. Listen, uh, tomorrow, and I was gonna touch on this on the, at the end of the show, but tomorrow, um, I'm going, I'm attending Takeover, and um, and before Takeover, me and my boy Kev, shout out to Kev, we're gonna go to something to wrestle with, um, for yeah. Future Live, yes. And they're selling merch, and they have the um, FDM shirt. I'm buying it, and FDM stands for Fuck Dave Meltzer. Uh, give me one. I'll give you the money right now. <laughs> uh, I personally follow. Uh, I'm getting blind. Uh, Ryan uh, Satting, Satting, Satting. You know, from Pro Wrestling Sheep and Kevin Kelly from Rezzlezone. Can uh, I Uh That's our boy, uh, Jose Gonzalez. I Yeah, I, I'm a big... Uh, you know, a lot of people give Ryan Sand shit because uh, they... <laughs> a lot of people in the wrestling business kind of say that he's like... He's the prime example of the pussification of America. <laughs> but, you know, I, but I like Ryan Sand. Ryan Sand doesn't bother me. But Okay, but you need another point of view. Mm-hmm. That's why we've done it here more times than we would actually want to. But we've had Vincent on here, an 11-year-old child who doesn't know anything. Mm -hmm. But you get that other perspective. You get that other point of view. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it was funny because I I was actually talking to the kids and asking them, you know, why do you guys like, you know, Roman Reigns? Why do you like this? And just the stuff that they come up with, you know, it's, it's a different thinking. Now, to this whole point thing that we're talking about, you know, at the end of the day, it has to be something where it's an average, not just by one person says. I think average. Your, I think your idea was the best just now, saying that they should come up with like a committee to like grade. Well, just uh, like NCAA, mm-hmm. it, NCAA. Should be, it should be a rating committee. Yeah. They could they get like four or five guys, you know, um, and it doesn't necessarily have to be dirty writers. It could put Jim Ross in there. It could, but could okay, also put people that were in the business and come up with a rating. So we have uh, we have picture uh, we have we have people on the chat, and what happens is, and they're saying that too. Not only writers. You can have retired wrestlers, kind of like again what the NCAA does mm-hmm. is they have twenty five people, mm-hmm. but they separate it by fives. Mm-hmm. So five are writers, 
Fiverr ex uh, athletes, mm-hmm. five, you know, five, and what that does, that kind of gives you a good benchmark mm-hmm. for you to start. Yeah. You know, we're all watching the product, mm-hmm. but a great match to you may be an okay match to me. Mm-hmm. But now it's, why is it a great match for you? Mm-hmm. And why is it an okay match for me? And 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 just going back, and, and we're gonna finish up on Dave Meltzer, and we're gonna talk about Takeover. Um, we are, j- yeah. Okay. Just um, hashtag fake news. Just to just to wrap up on Dave Meltzer. Now, by any means, I'm not saying that that he doesn't put out some good stuff. No, like, and but- I'm not saying that he's always wrong. I'm not saying that either. And I also will say the Payne Royce comment, which he shouldn't have done, and he and he's a stupid idiot for doing it, right? You just made the list. I haven't used that in a while, but yeah, he made the list. A lot of people have said worse stuff than what he said. Yeah. Like, I I don't want to say like, oh, oh my God, what Dave Meltzer was the worst thing that that somebody's ever said. Fuck that guy. Like, no, I'm not going to say that either. But he's a journalist. He shouldn't have said that knowing the climate that we live today. Of course. There's things you could say and there's things you shouldn't say. But But when you attack somebody's personal... Appearance and the way he said it too could have went yeah. either way. It could have went with what she got done, or it could have been talking about wait. And but either way, you're wrong. Either way, you're wrong. You shouldn't be talking about that, especially Un- unless unless I bring it up and I say, "Hey, I got these done." Then you could talk about it. And then all exactly. And then also on top of that, I think Payne Royce could be like her daughter, probably. So it's like, what are you doing, bro? Chill. The other day I was talking to somebody. Yeah, I was born in 1990. What the fuck? I remember what I was doing in 1990. So are we oh, going to touch Leo. about this Randy Orton stuff real quick or no? Yeah, man. Fuck that guy. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Fuck that guy. So for those that have been living under a rock. Um, like Leo. I kind of knew about it, but I didn't know what the so sexual thing Ra- was. There's some controversy surrounding Randy Orton. And by, and by the way, I'm not shocked or surprised about none of this. These no. allegations no. I am not surprised about because Randy Orton looks like a fucking asshole under perf. But apparently. But women love that shit. Allegedly, um, he's in the middle of this controversy. So let's rewind back. So Court Bauer, he's uh he's the owner of MLW, uh, great promotion. Shout out to Court Bauer and the whole MLW team. Um, an older podcast that he did, he talked about because for those that don't know, Court Bauer used to be a writer for um for WWE. Yes, at one point. So allegedly, what Randy Orton used to do to uh to initiate writers, new writers. Was because he he has a thing against writers. What he used to do was he used to you know uh, shove his hand um, down, down his, his pants. pants. At Make times he would whip it, whip his shit out, uh-huh. and he would uh, with the other hand you know approach the the writers and shake their hand. Allegedly, I was just reading this before we went live on the air. Allegedly, Freddie Prince Jr. shook his hand. Allegedly. Well, you know what. And it kind of goes back to what we're talking about. And if you guys are just tuning in, we're talking about everything that has to do with wrestling. We're talking about Randy Orton. Um, basically being what every wrestling fan knows that Randy Orton is. An asshole. Mm-hmm. You know? What happens with all this is, and again, it, it, we kind of touched on it at the beginning. A lot of stuff has happened in every, in every field, right? Mm-hmm. Where if they had cameras back then, 
99% of these companies oh, forget would not be it. The, the ribs that were getting done in the early 90s or just throughout the 90s and, yeah. and the 80s, and you could just pick up a timeline. I, I can guarantee you that this will be normal. Dude, the 70s, the 60s, the 50s, you can go back even back then and you'll find stuff. But like I said, in today's climate that we're living in, you can't be doing that shit. You can't Damn. be whipping your shit out and be like, hey, shake my hand. No, no, that that's... But again, it, it kind of goes back to what I said before. You can do ribs... In a light manner where you don't mean harm to the person, but that whole thing, that's meaning harm. That that's being malicious. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I love ribbing people, but I'm never gonna take it to the point where, hey, I want you to get hurt, Mario. You yeah, know what I mean? It's not gonna like I'm gonna whip my shit out and be like, hey, no, hey. slide into his DMs, ladies. <laughs> no, 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 definitely not. I, I'm gonna get arrested. Of course. But hey, anyway. Uh yes, Randy Orton. All, all the Ortons are assholes. Eh, I think we can go with that. I will say this, though. Orton has a hot-ass wife. Yes. <laughs> Very hot. And my wife is in love with Orton. In her eyes, he can't do no wrong. A lot of women it's are It's a damn shame Orton. that on her on her office space, there's a Randy Orton doll, and there's not one picture of me. I have two Record ex- that and show that to my wife. Two of my exes were in love with Orton. Yo, it's like crazy. Like, what are you seeing? This- oh, and Roman Reigns. Well, that's a given already. Yeah, but... Randy Orton? Like, really? The chicks are into him, man. Fuck that guy. Funny thing, though, when they had the whole WrestleMania entrance and he had the snake kind of coming through the ramp, he kind of looked like a sperm. Just saying. All right, with that, I think we should talk about it. It did. Don't tell me it didn't. Don't tell me it didn't. You know what? Get that shit out of your head. That that's a good drop right there. Let's let's talk about takeover. Thank you, Pedro. Takeover, which will arguably not arguably fuck that. It will steal the fuck that guy. It will steal the weekend. Yeah. Um, oh, I have a picture for that. But I think. Go ahead, keep going. Keep so going. it just got announced um, earlier this week. I want to say it was uh, maybe yesterday, two days ago, it got announced that uh, Pete Dunne will be defending uh-huh. um, his UK championship. Our graphics guy is on point. Hell yeah. Um, so yeah, it was announced. Hey, that he'll be defending his uh, his championship against Zach Gibson. Now, this yes. is not going to be part of the actual TakeOver card. Mm-hmm. This is being taped. Before uh, takeover, so what? So if you guys haven't, have never been to a takeover before, which is um the NXT pay per views, right? Yes. Um, pretty much you go to the venue and they tape a couple matches, right? Which in you could say they're dark matches. Yeah. But they're being taped so they could show it the same week, like the week after takeover. Yeah. So you'll see these matches this upcoming. Yeah, because then they don't have to go back to back to exactly. the yeah. So uh, Pete Dunne's going to be defending his uh, UK championship against Zach Gibson. Now, uh, they had a match at the UK tournament, the recent one, and they're going to say there's a rematch happening this yeah. uh, this, this takeover. We have uh, Alex Lopez saying, what's up? We also have Marcos Martinez saying, hashtag Paige's birthday. Yes, hashtag yes, Paige's birthday. birthday Let's take a moment. Mm-hmm. Really good picture today, by the way. Mm-hmm. Slide into his DMs, ladies. Um, and guys, share this video. Let the people know that we are here. We're talking about NXT TakeOver. In a little bit, we're going to be breaking down SummerSlam and giving our predictions. You guys can also give your predictions on what you think is going to happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, James Esponto saying, what's up? Shout outs to everybody yeah. on the Facebook chat. And also, let's not forget the podcast listeners. Shout out to them. Leave us a five-star yeah. frog splash rating review. Comments, grievances, bury either one of us. It'll most likely be Leo. Yes. And and you know what? If you guys are listening to it, also, you know, drop us a line at Lucha Outsiders. You know, we, we like to hear from you guys. Too. Also, if you're just tuning in, if you're just joining us on the Facebook Live. Yes, we did say last week that this will be a bi-weekly podcast. And eventually it will happen. 
But I also warned you guys yes. that if we did find time yes. and we could sneak an episode here or there, it would yes. happen. So I, we texted back and forth, and you said you want to do the show this Friday. I can actually feel your enthusiasm when I said, "Yeah, let's go." Yeah, and you Woo! know we're here. Yeah. We're li- we're live <laughs> in Lucha Studio. Yeah. I'll, and and what's great about us doing the show on a Friday is because it's SummerSlam week. We could right? drink. Oh, well, right. yeah, we, we could do that. But it's SummerSlam weekend. It's uh-huh. right. In our neck of the woods. Yes. Okay, because, you know, summertime's happening in Brooklyn and stuff. Where Brooklyn at? And and I will be there tomorrow. But there's stuff happening in New York and also Jersey. So, for example, as we speak right now, there's a, there's a couple, like, wrestling-related events happening mm-hmm. right now. And then I think in about an hour or so, uh, Joey Janela's uh, Lost in New York event, which is sponsored by um, GCW, which is nice. a, uh, whatchamacallit, it's like an ultra-violent promotion. Kind of like CCWJ. Hashtag pop up episode. That's what they're calling this. Okay, we could. I'm so, cool with I'm that. Okay with that. So brand that. Joey Janela's running an event at Melrose Ballroom where MLW's at. Yeah. So there's stuff happening. Of course. For the people that are not around the area, right, or couldn't make it out here, guess what? We're giving them a live show. Of course. Talking about the wrestling yeah. stuff and talking about Summer Simon Takeover. And I mean, and and we've spoken about this before. You know, at the end of the day, what we want to do is here at the Lucha Outsiders uh, show, we want to take this on the road. If there's a show happening, we're going to go there. Because, again, if it's just us talking, you guys know what we the, think. The the Lucha Outsiders Command Center. Yeah, like you guys know. I like that. I like that. Brand that bitch. Um, you guys know what we think. But we want to hear from you guys, too. Absolutely. And we're working on the phone. Before yeah. the show started, we were talking about um, getting the, the phone line in here. So you can have you guys call in. Now, obviously, yes. you guys call in. We can have dialogue. But listen, there's going to be a whole bunch of other callers. So we'll definitely work out the kinks on all that, how to set it up. Just work with to, us. Yeah, just, just work, work with, with us. us. And don't try to steal the show because at the end of the day, we do have a podcast. we got to talk about yeah. wrestling. Yeah, James Espanto. Just saying. He looks like a guy that will fucking steal the show. I like that guy. Fuck that guy. No, I'm <laughs> I, <like> <laughs> I actually like hashtag old man Leo. I think we're going to keep going with that. So, OML. Fuck um, you. <laughs> when it comes to Pete Dunne. Get off my lawn. When it comes to Pete Dunne uh, and Zach Gibson for the UK championship, what do you got? I think it doesn't make sense for Pete Dunne to lose the title because of everything that he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, is it going to be an interesting match? Absolutely. Of course. Both of guys course. Can go. Yeah, and, and and again, it goes back to what we talk about here is that you don't need the guy to win or lose in order for, for him to have a good match or have a good outing, mm-hmm. you know? And I think it'll help both of them, but I think Pete Dunn keeps it. I think so. I'm I'm with you at the same uh, with this. Pete Dunn should keep it. He has no business dropping the title anytime soon, um, especially with the, with the NXT UK promotion about to drop any minute now. They That's your poster t- boy. They already they already taped the 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 first two episodes. If I'm not mistaken. They should drop any minute on the on the WWE network, and you know he's the face of that of that brand. Yeah. And you know Zach Gibson could go. There's no knock on him. He's a heat magnet, which is great. You need that that heat magnet. You need yeah. that heel. And like I said, Pete Dunne has no business dropping the title yet. And what I'm what I think is going to happen is NXT UK and NXT are going to be cross promoting. Okay. So you never know when you see an NXT town like a Velvety Dream or or like an Adam Cole or whoever go to UK and or back and forth. Yeah. Which leads me to my next uh uh the next match uh tag team title match uh the undisputed era Kyle Riley Roderick Strong versus Mustache Mountain Tyler Bate and Trent Seven. This is the rubber match. So with this match here, I like what what. 
how they're portraying um the first tag team. What the fuck's her name? Undisputed Era? Yeah, that one. Because they have a little bit of NWO. They have a little bit of the Horsemen. And and plus in NXT, they're able to kind of showcase that. It's, it's a little bit lighter, mm-hmm. right? Now, I'm going to stick with if it's working, you don't need to go any other route. So with them, I think that they are going to kind of take this because it's not going to be the end. You're going to have some stuff coming after. And, and this goes back and, you know, Trent and, and Tyler are going to get their moments in NXT UK because you understand there's going to be a tag team division for that brand too. So the way I look at it, Undisputed Era keeps the straps. They have no yeah. business dropping the titles. Um, when, when it comes to Trent Seven and Tyler Bate, they're going to get their shine once again. You don't. We might be looking at their future NXT UK tag champions. Yeah. When it comes to them. Too. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. And especially their... NXT, WWE, they're in bed with Progress Wrestling. So you might see some Progress wrestlers, Progress talent show up to NXT UK and, you know, you're going to see some stuff happening there. So, yeah, uh, as much as I love Mustache Mountain, um, Undisputed Air has no business dropping the straps. I'm going with them. Yeah. Uh, What's the next match? Yeah. I I heard that, too. Yeah, I heard that also. Okay. Next match, we got um, EC3 versus Velveteen Dream. (laughs) <laughs> if you guys heard Leo, that was he said Velveteen Dream. When it comes to this match, um, both talented guys, both have a shit ton of charisma. Um, my opinion, EC3 does not lose anything if he loses to uh, Velveteen Dream. Velveteen Dream does need a big win after the loss to Ricochet. He couldn't get the uh, I was gonna call it the United States Championship, but uh, the North American Championship at um Takeover New Orleans. Um, uh, Velveteen Dream needs to get back on that wave. He needs to get it back on a winning streak, and I think he needs to get this win from EC3. EC3 won't lose anything um, to, to you know, catching an L from uh, Velveteen Dream. To me, EC3, he's already ready for the main roster. The only problem is how they're using guys on the main roster. It's like, do you really want to, like, rush to get there? And that's a whole different discussion that we'll talk about a later date. But, um, yeah, I, I call Velveteen Dream. Um, like I said, EC3 doesn't lose anything. Um, women's title match, Shayna Baszler versus Kyrie Sane. This is interesting because this is kind of like a rematch of the finals of the Mae Young Classic that happened last year, the first one. And, you know, for those that read the dirt sheets, um, some of uh, the, the first couple of matches, uh, actually the first couple of the rounds of the Mae Young Classic already took place. They already taped it. Um, the finals will occur at WWE Evolution, which is the all-women's pay-per-view that's happening in October. Um, we didn't put no spoilers because we don't do spoilers. Now, and speaking about spoilers, listen, when an event just happened, right, like it's live on whether it's on a, on a TV subscription, whether it's like uh, New Japan uh, World or WWE Network, whatever it is, right, and you follow, let's say, Lucha Outsiders or you follow any of these wrestling pages, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, whatever, and you see so-and-so won the G1 Climax, which we didn't even get to talk about that, but anyways, uh, Kotobushi Tanahashi was the finals at the G1, and Tanahashi won. Anyways, if you see Tanahashi won the G1, and then you decide to hit up the person that runs and be like, wow, you just spoiled the G1 for me. 
It's a wrestling page. Yeah. That's not a spoiler. It happened live on TV. If you don't want to get spoiled, stay off social media. Stay off the dirt sheets. Because guess what? I'm not the only one that just posted it. Yeah. A whole bunch of other wrestling accounts and the dirt sheet posted the results. So you should just forward that message. <laughs> it, it just, that's not a spoiler. A spoiler is when something's taped, nobody saw yeah. it but the live audience, and then they want to put it on whether there's a dirt sheet or on their page. That's a spoiler. Yeah, and, and we we here at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, what Mario likes to do, again, if it's taped and we know, okay, you know, and, and we knew everything that was going to happen for Impact for, what, a month and a half? And we don't post it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or NXT as well. Yeah. The, the whole um, um, Ciampa defeating Aleister Black for the NXT World Championship. We knew that ahead of time, but we didn't talk about it on the show. We didn't even do a post on it. No. We did a post the day, at, day, the after, day after it the, happened. The, the show aired. Yeah. Um, we have James Esponso saying, what do you guys think of the NXT UK secondary title should be singles? Um, what do you think having the Cruiserweight title move to NXT UK? And do you both NXT and NXT UK on FS1 and FS2? Better we're gonna, exposure. We're going to talk about um, the Cruiserweight Championship when we get to uh, the SummerSlam prediction. Okay. Um, so stay tuned. I do like where your head's at. I think the NXT as a whole, both NXT UK and the regular NXT, I think the movement will be FS1. I don't think you have to separate both of them. I don't think you need to do that. Um, I think depending on how the Fox deal works out for SmackDown, I think we might see the potential of the NXT, both yeah. NXT and NXT UK move to FS1. And as it, when it comes for the secondary title in NXT UK, we just yeah. got to wait and see. Um, yeah. We have to wait and see. Because it doesn't have to be uh, uh, the Cruiserweight title. It doesn't have to be but an I, I, But I do have an idea for the Cruiserweight Championship, though. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that. Uh, so we'll talk know. about SummerSlam. But, so, moving back Extra to... Extra long show today. Yeah. <laughs> so moving back to uh, uh, Kyrie Sane and uh, Shayna Baszler for the NXT Women's Championship. This is a rematch from their uh, May Young Classic final from last year, the first one. Um, you know, a lot of people shit on Shayna Baszler. I'm actually a fan of hers. I love her gimmick. She's like a female Brock Lesnar. She's just going through people. And for me, if if I could think ahead, uh-huh. I, don't, I don't think she should drop the title anytime soon. No, I think she retains. And if I was fantasy booking here, I say she goes on to take over New York, Brooklyn, whatever they do, which is WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. Whether they decide, it's most likely going to be in Brooklyn. The of Barclays. course. So if they do, if Shayna Baylor defends the title, I think she should drop it there. And if I was fantasy booking, she drops the title to Tony Storm. Now, with Shayna Baszler, that also protects her. Yeah. And that's what you need. A lot, you, of people, a lot of people shit on her though. You need to her. You need for her to be protected. Why? She needs to be strong. Exactly. Keep her strong. Because this is all gonna go back to because we're there's a lot of rumors which we didn't talk about it today. Um, there's a lot of speculation rumors that WWE Evolution they're gonna start teasing this four horsemen. Um, the battles between the four horsemen, the whole four horsemen of what, uh, MMA and the four horsemen of uh of you know WWE. Yeah. So, and it's funny we were talking about and this is a little quick off topic. We were talking about everything that Chris Jericho has done. He just posted this on his page. When it's he was in Mexico. When he was in Mexico, 1993, people. Look at those tights. It's, look at his hair. 
<laughs> you know what? I'm going to repost this. You guys can go ahead and, and check it out. It's going to be in all of our pages at Lucha Outsiders Everywhere. But again, enjoy them. Watch NXT. Tag Watch line, everything. Tagline, Vintage Jericho. Yes, yes. Uh, hashtag Vintage Jericho. Okay, yeah, that's it. I'm fucking it up already. Overthinking it. Go. Congratulations. You played yourself. That's why I don't post. Okay, exactly. Don't post it. I'll do it. I got it. Yeah. How hard is it to be to write vintage Jer- Jer- How do you spell Jericho? Don't do it. I'll do it. I got it. I got it. Yeah, you don't got nothing. Um, Vintage. <laughs> we got NXT. Adam Cole defending the North American Championship against Ricochet. Adam Cole, baby. I'm with you, man. Adam Cole. Uh, I, I like both guys. Although we like Ricochet. I do like Ricochet. I like both guys, but uh, Ricochet doesn't even win here. Um, Adam Cole should keep rocking the championship. Um, I'm not saying that Ricochet can't eventually get it. doesn't mean that there won't be a rematch and maybe Ricochet defeats him at some point. Um, but um, I don't think Adam Cole. Adam Cole is white hot right now. And, mm. you know, when it comes to character-wise, I think Adam Cole stands out more than Ricochet. I'm talking about ring quality, so don't 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 come in, don't come for my neck. Yeah, I'm saying when it comes to character, uh, Adam Cole stands out more than Ricochet, and well, and and plus, you know, you have to work your way up. You know, not everybody is is a uh, Ronda Rousey where you come in and boom, you're at the top. Yeah, you got to work your way up, mm-hmm. and and with the batch of of wrestlers that you have in NXT, I'm not afraid for the future. I'm looking forward to it. And I, I was kind of talking about this during the Velveteen Dream and EC3 match. You know, as much as WB has a shit ton of talent, I'm kind of scared on the treatment of some of these wrestlers because if you go down the list, some of these NXT call-ups. Oh, they're hor- horrendous. Uh, friends of the show are saying Shayna Baszler reminds me of Arn Anderson in his prime. Wow, I, I didn't even think of a comparison like that. I can see it though, but yeah, some of these NXT call-ups, like look at Bobby Roode, um, Tyler Breeze, which is just a waste. Ty Dillinger, waste. A perfect even, zero. Even, even look at Oscar. Ever since, yeah, she, where is she? Ever since she lost to Charlotte, it's been a downward spiral with her. She was a fucking beast in NXT. I would even say she was a a little bit watered down beast, but still a beast in Raw. And then the second when she won the Royal Rumble and. They were teasing this, you know, the the the, the whole Charlotte and and Oscar thing, and then the match happened, which that match was f- great, and which we'll be talking about the, at the end of the year. Uh, after the loss, that's it. Do you think that it has to do with they have no idea what to do with her? I, I no, it has to do with Vince. Okay, just okay. Vince here or Vince over there? Let's not even New Jersey started. Vince or let's, Connecticut let's Vince. Not, let's not get started with Vincenzo. Oh. Okay, and and you and you're gonna condone that shit. But let's not even get started. With yeah, Vincenzo. let's go. Let's go. But but Vince is just you know Vince did it. You know Vince doesn't get gimmicks at times. No, no. and until and especially H- the ones that he hasn't come up with. And until Triple H, you know, uh, takes over everything. Yeah. Um. This is what we're gonna have to li- live with. Unfortunately. Okay. This is this is why I fear, you know, I'm not saying that I don't want some of these guys that are not working for WWE to make more money in WWE. I'm not saying that. I all the wrestlers I like, I want them to make more money. Of course. But the problem is I see them 
like Kenny Omega and the Bucks and Cody and Marty Scroll, I see what they're doing like in Ring of Honor in New Japan, right? They get freedom to do what they want to do and what they're doing being the elite, all right? And then I look at Pentagon Jr. and Sammy Callahan and, and Ray Phoenix and I see what they're doing in like the indies and Impact Wrestling and, and all these other promotions and MLW. It's like, man, I fear for some of these guys to get signed because guess yeah. what? Once they get signed, they might do all right in NXT or they might do great in NXT, but the second they get called up, they're gonna be watered down, man, and 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 they're just destined to fail, which and, is a shame. And it sucks because you had all this freedom out in the outside world, and now you're just being a, a fraction or even less of a fraction of what you used to be yeah. outside of WWE. And that that fear, I, I have fear in that. Yeah, and, and and it's a shame because there is a lot of talent. There is a lot of good talent. You know, because now what you have in wrestling is not only you have the showmanship side of it, but now it's the athletic that's actually caught up with the showmanship. Mm -hmm. So now you have the perfect stuntman. Yeah. And that's what you need in order for for a gimmick to catch on. Mm -hmm. So you're right with everything that you said. I'm there with you 100%. And I think the people here in the chat uh, hope Triple H takes over soon is what the people are saying on the Facebook chat. If you guys are listening to us on the podcast version and you guys want to be part of the conversation, easy, at Lucha Outsiders. Uh Uh-huh, and? Slide into his DMs, ladies. Well, yours. Uh, But make sure. If if you got (laughs) questions, if you want us to touch on any topics, you got any news, you got interesting stuff that you you want to give to us, either hit us up at Lucha Outsiders on Instagram, Facebook, or on the Twitter. And uh, what you guys can do um, is make sure the notifications are on so you guys can get notified mm-hmm. whenever we go live. Yeah. So main event time. Ding, 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 ding. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa versus Johnny Gargano. Three. Trace. Uno, dos, tres. For the NXT World Heavyweight Championship in a last man standing match. Who do you have? Because right. we've seen the first two. Uh, and think, the storytelling was... I, I think Johnny Gargano gets his moment. He gets that good feel moment. I don't think so. Because if Tommaso Ciampa retains, where do you go from here? We're not going to see Gargano and Ciampa 4. You could. Yeah, but I don't want to see it right then and Cause there. Because remember the, the writing of this? It wasn't supposed to be one-on-one. It was supposed to be a triple threat match. I know. Yes. So whatever they have in story, they still have to stay close to it. Not necessarily, but I you do hold up an argument. They they necessarily don't have to stay in story because things change all the time. No, I, I understand but, that. But if something was placed in motion, yeah, they could still go in that route. If of they course. To. But I think Tommaso Ciampa right now, he's the number one heel in the company. Yes. And part of me feels... He drops the title in NXT, and let's say what if the very next night he gets involved in a match and just draws even more fucking heat. Yeah. Uh, You have people in the chat saying that Ciampa's going to win. I mean, listen, I like both guys. Either way. way I like both guys. I love the heel work that Ciampa's doing. I'm a big guy. Shout out to the heel marks. I'm I'm a big Johnny Gargano guy. I love Johnny Gargano. Um, I Brady actually, and Daniel. at some point, okay, you shout them out. Wait, why, why? I'm probably going to see them tomorrow. Okay, well, say, say what's up. I, I will, and they'll probably be like, Talil, go fuck himself. Okay. <laughs> Feelings mutual. Uh, 
<laughs> but um, trying to be nice here. I actually want to. I like I like Organo a lot. I actually want to get um. So if you see when he's coming out, you you know the the little his little gimmick that bomb with the wink mm-hmm. that comes out like yep. you see in his Citron, he has it like on his shirt too. Like yeah. Little, I actually want to get that bomb, just the bomb. I want to mm. get it tattooed somewhere. Like I, I just love that little logo. I don't know why. Well, we're we're working on it. But yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's Johnny Gargano's dude. I think he's been in NXT for so long and. He, but part of me doesn't want him to get called up. And, but he doesn't need to get called up. If Gargano wins the championship, listen, we and a lot of people forget the way NXT is worked now with new hires, right? Like, for example, Matt Riddle. Yeah. They're not getting paid for a developmental deal. They're mm. getting paid a, a significant amount. Okay. And, and oh, so they changed that structure. It depends who you are. Okay, of course. Now, if, if you're, like, within... The, the 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 breeding uh-huh. round, right? Obviously, you're not gonna get Matt Riddle money. Okay, but guys are Gargano, Champa, Keith Lee, Matt Riddle. When they're making in. more, they're making more close money. To the Don't get it twisted. Okay. Don't get it twisted. Which makes sense. That's the way it should have been from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, once you're in the main roster, yes, you do make more money. But hopefully, it's not like they're not making money. Yeah. The system changed. The system changed a long time ago. Once Samoa Joe came in. Mm-hmm. Because Samoa Joe specifically was supposed to stay in NXT. Yeah. But he was just too good that they had a, they were like, fuck it, we got to move you up. Of course. So now, you know, talking about getting called up main roster NXT, my heart of hearts wants SummerSlam to be better, but we know NXT is going to be better. But now let's go through SummerSlam. Hopefully, it will be better than TakeOver. Now, just I, looking I, at the I card. I don't think so, but... but okay, but uh, just looking at the card... Just being optimistic. Do you give it... Okay, percentages, what we were talking about before. What percentage do you give SummerSlam being better than TakeOver? It's the lowest you can go, bro. A <laughs> uh, one. It's, 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 there's no way it's going to be better than, um, than, than TakeOver. There's no way. L- look at... Bro, look... Oh, no, not, I know, I know. We're not even talking about last year. Let's look at just this year alone. Yeah. You got TakeOver Philadelphia, Royal Rumble. Keep in mind, Royal Rumble was a great paper. Yes. It was really, really fucking yes. good. But one-to-one, TakeOver winning. Let's go to WrestleMania. WrestleMania, TakeOver New Orleans. WrestleMania wasn't bad. That They they, they messed up the the the, the order setup, the order yeah but WrestleMania wasn't bad no anybody that says that WrestleMania was trash you're you're full of shit no you should watch it and rewind you should you should watch it WrestleMania but head was to good. head Takeover was better okay Takeover Chicago Money in the Bank Money in the Bank wasn't bad no it wasn't great but it wasn't bad but Takeover Chicago which in in a lot of people's eyes. People weren't that optimistic about TakeOver no. Chicago. People were like, ah, you well, know, the, it's the card, The card on paper. The, the idea was, it's TakeOver. It's always good. Yeah. You know. But guess, it was it was and, better than and good. And guess what? They stole the fucking show. <laughs> what makes you think, now we're in Brooklyn, what uh-huh. makes you think it's going to fucking change? No, no. They're going to take the show. I was just trying to play devil's advocate. But Sorry I said it. Just to, just to wrap up one more thing on TakeOver, so when it comes to Gargano Champa three, what do you what are the chances of them outdoing themselves from the first two? Because 
I I think the 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 feeling from one and two is that it's kind of a split on what was mm. a better match. Well, my but go ahead. I think they were equally just as good, uh-huh. and I try not to be biased because I was there live for New Orleans. Yeah, but I love the the. Their second match too. I loved it. Yeah. I, I loved it. I thought it was an amazing match. But when people say, "Oh, it was it was better than the first one," I'm like, mm, mm. I don't think so. Mm. But then if I go like, "But was it really? Was the first one better than two? I can't say that either. No. So do you? They're very equal. So do you think now three is gonna outdo the the first two? You're gonna hate my answer. If it's over, if that feud in NXT it's over. Then story wise, it has to beat the first two. Okay. Okay. If the feud is not over, they're gonna play it safe, and they're gonna hold back. Of course. Okay. Okay. So it it makes sense, right? Like, so if it's over, if that's it, okay, that's it. You know, either one of them gets called up, or or they go in their separate ways. Mm-hmm. Then it's it has to outshine the first two, yeah. which is easy to say, but it's really hard to do. Now, if it goes through and, you know, we keep going, because, again, in my heart of hearts, I still think that there was something set in place where this was supposed to still be a three-way mm-hmm. where throughout the match, you were supposed to kind of get these guys, to, oh, you know, kind of like the Bailey and, and uh, Sasha. Hey, we're friends. No, we're not friends. Hey, we're friends. We're not friends mm-hmm. type of thing. You know what? You know what sucks about this, too? And a lot of people, I don't even think people realize this is also and we're going to talk about SummerSlam in a little bit, but I don't think people realize this. But, you know, Alshon Black, I fucked in this. You know why? Because he was the former champion, right? And he was somewhat getting a rematch here yeah. in a three way. But in the prior two takeovers, including where he won the title and then defending it against um, what's his face? Uh, the Bubba big no, the big dude. Uh, the big dude. Yeah, him, that guy. Damn, he's gonna bug. I me. know who you're talking about. Uh, Lars Sullivan. No. Okay. He wasn't main eventing. No. He was defending champion. But still wasn't the main didn't event. Ma- wasn't the main. It wasn't the main event. This was the main event. Mm-hmm. And that would have been his first main event. Even going back to when he wasn't um, going for the title, right? Um. Which don't get me wrong, Alistair Black and and Andrade Cien Almas at, at Takeover New Orleans. Oh. That that's another match of the year candidate because it was fucking. Great. I think we need to kind of separate our luchis because you have a lot of really great. No, matches. but see, I, I was thinking about that before, but we're gonna break it down to ten, and then we're gonna have honorable mentions. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the honorable mentions, it's it's not gonna be like another twenty matches. Yeah, our graphics team is really gonna get on point that day. I'm just saying. Okay, cool. He has to. So there's no other way around it. And Sorry. then and then take over Philly. He had that uh, no DQ match against um, Extreme Rules match. I mean, against Adam Cole, which yeah. that's another match that was like you know, wasn't the main event. And until that point, yeah. right when you saw that match, was like, oh my god, this is a match tonight. And then fucking Gargano and I almost came, and you're like, what the yeah. fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so no, and and Alistair Black got fucked, bro. Yeah, but I mean, with injuries, you you have that happen, you know. So, but we'll see what what happens. I do that. like the. Um, just uh, one more thing to finish up on takeover. I do like how they they kind of did the storytelling with Alistair Black got hit, uh-huh. beat up. Nobody knows who it is, but like watching that clip, and you could go to our page. It's on there. You see, like, okay, you see the undisputed area t- take off in a car, uh-huh. and Johnny Gargano when yes. William Regal was checking up on it. You see 
William Re- um, Johnny Gargano looking down like on the floor, walking into the into the the venue, right? And then you see heavy machinery like in the background taking selfies. And it's like you see so many different talent. So it's like who. Who uh? Yeah, who was it? Was who it? was it? Who was it? Who they did can it? go any way. They can go any way, and it'll somewhat keep in mind that that video clip. Mm-hmm. It's gonna we're gonna see that again at some later date. But and it kind of goes back to the post that we did on our page at Lucha Outsiders, mm-hmm. um, where it's good booking. NXT does things right, of course, mm-hmm. because now Don't get me wrong they might do something. No, 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 no. They're not perfect. But the things they do right, they do it fucking right. But what happens with that is you can go anyway. Mm-hmm. Because you don't know, hey, a guy might have a, a, a career-ending injury. But you know what? We have more footage that it could be heavy machinery. That yeah. could be, you know, you can go anyway. Yeah. You know, you'd be like, oh, you know, it was an undisputed era. But now, you know, Adam Cole's not here. But he was just, you know, like we told him to do this. Like you can go anyway with it. Yeah. So, again... We like that about NXT. It's great. I love NXT. Yes. But uh, let's talk about SummerSlam. Yeah. An hour and 57 minutes after we started. Well, we did say going forward we're no, probably no, going to no, do no. long shows. And we yes. covered I was just saying, if it was stuff. supposed to be a bi-weekly show, I'm okay with it. Huh? No, no, we're good. We're good. We're good. I'm still at about 30%. Old <laughs> man Leo, you know, past his bedtime. Go. So um, let, let's, let's definitely note that Renee Young was in the commentary team this past mm-hmm. Monday Night Raw. Mm-hmm. I think she did good. Um, I will... Take I'll take Coach out, take Byron Saxon out from SmackDown, and I will replace her for Renee Young any day of the week. You you need that different tone too. You can't just and, have you know old guys talking. And allegedly, if I'm not mistaken, she was only said something once in her headset, or maybe nothing at all. I don't think mm-hmm. she, she was definitely not heavy produced at all. Yeah, yeah. which is good. It was all natural reactions. Well, we'll see going forward how much producing goes into that. Well, also, I think they're, they're trying to pencil her in to be maybe doing color and be that third or second for the WWE Evolution pay-per-view. Okay. Uh, and, you know, like I told you, it's like, it's yes, there's an all-wins pay-per-view, but I think, you know, I think it's the perfect commentary team for that would be Mauro Ronaldo, Renee Young, and Corey Graves. Yeah. In my opinion. Of course. Because Mauro Ronaldo loves wrestling. He has such a big passion for the business. Yeah. So let's talk about uh, SummerSlam. We're going to go through some of these matches quick because there's not that much. Uh, some stuff we're going to go long, but then some, some of the matches doesn't hold that much water. You got seven minutes. Not my deal. <laughs> B-Team versus The Revival. I'm <laughs> uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> that, 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 this match says uh, it all. Yeah. And, and listen, I like both teams, but it's like... B team, they ruined them by taking away their theme song. Yes, and they're making them too much of a comedy act. The best part of thing about the B team is their celebration. That's it. But it, okay, the build up to this, to the B team winning the title, it was organic. Now, when you have people get involved and try to push they're the whole ru- comedy they're act, ruining it. Of course, the whole thing. The the guy with the beard. What the fuck's his name? With that he used to be with the Miz. Um, fuck, I can see him too. The guy with the like used to hold the microphone like that. Damien Sandow. That one, him. Mm-hmm. It worked because he was taking it serious uh-huh. but being funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, when they started doing the whole funny, 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 not being serious, then that's when it kind of got stale. Yeah. But the best part of Sandow's character as being the Miz's uh, stunt double, mm-hmm. 
The dude was taking it serious. The thing is, when something's organic, you see it, everybody's invested in it. But the second WB gets their hands, their dirty little Vince. hands on it, oh, they ruin everything. Speaking of Vince, let me go check on him. I'll be right back. So, uh, who do you got in this match, by the way? Uh, I like that the Revival are getting some exposure. Mm-hmm. I still think the B team is going to hold the titles. As much as I would love the Revival to 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 win the Tag Team Championship, there's nothing against the B team. Because I, I, I do like that they're doing something. I just hate the fact that they took away their song. But I, I have a feeling that that song that they had, uh, I think it's called No Battle Scars or something, I think they're going to give that to another wrestler at some point because that song is just way too good. But, um, you know, I like the Revival guys, but as much as I would love to see the Revival win their tag team, that, these tag team titles and, and get a fucking good run, uh, I just have a really, something's telling me that B-Team's going to retain. But uh, we'll wait and see. Maybe we'll be wrong. Like, listen, my prediction is the B team, but if I'm wrong in, in when it comes to this match and it's nothing against the B team, I'll be happy because I think the or the revival, th- this is another act, you know, due to injuries and just sometimes positioning and the card. It's it's it was a team that they were fucking great in NXT, and now you know they're not even they don't even resemble what they used to be. But who knows? Maybe I'm wrong here, and maybe they'll win the tag titles, and maybe we'll get a decent run, and maybe we'll start rebuilding the tag team division once again on Raw. Because both in t- on Raw and SmackDown, both divisions are shit when it comes to tag teams. And I don't blame the talent. I blame WWE. Um, let's say next match, we got a mixed tag match. We got Rusev Day, Rusev Alana, um, challenging against challenging Cien Almas and Selena Vega. I don't know. Uh, part of me feels like it's a mistake if they have a... Um, Aiden English either cost Rusev Day the match or even kind of turn on Rusev Day or maybe Rusev turning on uh, Aiden English. I think that's a big fucking mistake because as a trio, I think there's something special there. The crowd is behind Rusev Day. Um, there's something great there that they they haven't even peaked uh, the possibilities they could do with, with as a trio as Rusev Day with Lana involved and and Aiden English and, and Rusev, they have great chemistry. I think they could be a tag team. I think they could get a tag team title run. Go back to uh, Clash of Champions um, 2017. That was the final pay-per-view 2017. That's when AJ def- uh, defended the WWE World Championship against Jinder Mahal in the main event. If you look at that match, it was a fatal four-way. I believe it was uh, Rusev Day, New Day, the Usos, and I can't think of the fourth team right now. I don't know why I can't think of the fourth team right now. But um, ew, I remember it was the Fatal Four. I think it was, was it, um, I think it was, was it Benjamin and um Chad? I think, yeah, I think it was a Chad, uh, Chad Gable and Benjamin. If you look at that uh, four-way match, the pops Rusev Day was getting was fucking amazing. Everybody wanted Rusev Day to win. I think, I, I think having Rusev Day challenge for those tag titles one, Rusev is going to, you know, anytime you see Rusev with a championship, is fucking great. And now if you have Rusev Day work as a tag team, challenging for the tag titles, I think that's great. They can have matches with the Bar. They can have matches with the New Day. They can have matches with the Usos. That's what we need for the tag team division on SmackDown. I'm sorry. We don't need the Bludgeon Brothers. That fucking didn't work. You see what they're doing from Sanity. With Sanity, they're, they're treating them like garbage. You don't think it worked, the Bludgeon Brothers? Absolutely not. That's been a complete, complete failure. So, 
Oh, we're right now talking about. Uh, oh shit! Part of my arm is missing. Look. Congratulations, you played um, yourself. We're talking about Rusev Day. Yes, so Lana, I was listening. Lana and um, Rusev um, facing uh, CNN and Selena Vega. Yeah, a mixed tag match. And I was telling the the the, the friends of the show, the Fox. Fox. I was telling them, you know, I think it's a mistake because they've been kind of teasing friction between Aiden English and yes. Rusev and Lana. I think it would be a huge mistake because I think Rusev Day hasn't even peaked to what they no. could be. No, because right now Rusev Day is just an idea. Uh-huh. And they haven't peaked because they haven't committed to it. WWE hasn't committed to what Rusev Day could be. The fans love Rusev Day. You know Brooklyn's going to love Rusev Day. It kind of reminds me of The Bar. So remember when the whole thing with The Bar started... Sorry, the, uh, I think it was a uh, uh, best out of eight. Best of, seven. best of seven. Well, best know. of eight because on the last one it was yeah, a Fugazi and then they went. Yeah, it was the best of seven. So when they first started with the bar, right? When they first started tag teaming, they weren't taking it serious. But now when you had Cesaro and Sheamus commit to it and you were getting the good reaction from the fans, then that's when it grew into what it is now, which they're a legitimate tag team. They're a good tag team. They could work together. They're looking they're really well. They're great. Now, with Rusev Day, they still haven't gotten past that eighth match. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and you're right. Once, I think they should have waited a little bit, then go with that whole thing with the friction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and, and I think it would be a huge mistake if they have either Aiden turn on, on, Ru- on Rusev or have Rusev turn on Aiden. I think it would be a huge mistake. And my prediction is uh, Rusev and Lana beat CNN and Selena Vega. I don't think um, CN loses anything if they lose the match. And we start seeing the rebuilding and patching up Rusev Day as a whole. And we see them as yeah. a tag team. It'll be a big refreshment in the tag team division on SmackDown. And fans want this. Fans want Rusev Day. No, they do. Mm-hmm. My prediction for that is I think you're going to have some issues that are going to uh, affect the match. But I think Rusev Day is still going to win because I still see it down the line as them working as a cohesive unit. Now, we have people on the chat saying, I'm calling it Aiden English turns. Oh, I hope that doesn't happen. I mean, it might, but I hope that doesn't happen. There's a couple things that are predictions where, you know, people are talking all over um, the interwebs, uh, what could happen, who could turn or whatever, and we're going we're gonna to touch on all that about SummerSlam. But, uh, and by the way, I, I'm, I'm not going in order here. I'm just kind of picking a match. You know, I'm just kind of leaving yeah. the better ones for later. Of course. But uh, let's talk about another meaningless match. Let's talk about Finn Balor and Baron Corbin. Bro, Finn Balor, The referee. Dude. The referee. Finn fucking Balor. Two years ago, he won the Universal Championship. The first Universal yeah. Champion right there. And now he's fighting Baron Corbin in a meaningless match. Booking. What Vince. the fuck, man? Vince and not knowing what to do. And when they wanted Finn Balor to wrestle and have a character as an openly gay wrestler, and Triple H went against that uh-huh. because he said that the wrestling should be able to show for itself, that he doesn't need that gimmick. I just don't get it. And man. I think, I'm sorry, but I think Vince took it personal. Like, how are you going to tell me that he's not going to do the gimmick that I want him to do? And now, that's why Finn Balor's stuck like this. You know what I actually want? I want Finn. Some blimpies? I'll be good right now. I want Finn 
And I'll even say, I'll even throw Bobby Roode in there too. Yeah. I want Finn and Bobby Roode to leave WWE. The, Bobby or go, or Roode, go back to NXT. Bobby, I, 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 don't, I don't even want that. Bro. You know why I don't want that? Especially more Bobby Roode than Finn because Bobby Roode's a little bit older than Finn. I think what you think Bobby, he's wasting? Bobby Roode ain't doing nothing, bro. And NXT, he was fucking great. Yes. But they made him just a fucking gimmick. Glorious. You know, Glorious was the gift and the curse to Bobby Roode. Yeah. Because guess what? Before the Glorious gimmick, he was a badass heel in Impact in yeah. TNA. Yeah. He was a badass the, heel. And this is after beer money. Yeah, this was after beer money. He was a cocky fucking heel. He was the it factor, Bobby Roode. Yeah, yeah. He could we, cut we promos. We watch a lot of fucking wrestling. He, he was like, he used to cut <laughs> promos. He had classic matches with Bobby Lashley, with Kurt Angle. Yeah. And now he's just a glorified one-line gimmick. Glories. He's, that, he's no better than No Way Jose. So don't, don't don't you ever compare No Way Jose to, with Bobby. No, Bobby. but what I'm saying, the gimmick and the way they're treating it. Yeah, he's just a fucking... When it comes to Bobby Roode, like I said, the whole Glorious thing, don't get me wrong, the theme song was great, this and that, but... It it was a gift and the curse for him because he struck gold in NXT with Glorious. Yes, and the second he got called up in the in the main roster, it was like they just made him this cheesy, meaningless face that it's like, oh god. Now with uh, the delay, of course, Jessica Hoffman is saying Finn all the way because he's bringing out the demon. But you know what? Is it really meaningful? Just because he's bringing out the demon, it doesn't, doesn't mean, mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. Shit, we we pop for the demon in the fucking video game. It, it doesn't it doesn't mean anything because you're fighting Baron Corbin. That's not taking nothing away from Baron Corbin, but the way Baron Corbin is getting put out and TV is like you know he's he's a he's a, he's a Kane two point corporate Kane. He's 2.0. kind of a corporate Kane, but he's like you know he's like a a figurehead, like you know he he, he makes matches. The and man and this isn't that, and yeah. it's just like. Do you really want to bring out the demon to 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 fight like a a company guy? Like no, what happens with the demon? And this is what what I got from it. That's your special gimmick. Yes, that's your extra shiny jacket. That's your extra lighted jacket for Jericho. Mm-hmm. That's your you know a little bit bigger bandana from Hulk Hogan. That's your extra knee pads from fucking uh uh fuck uh John Cena. You know what I mean? That's extra baby oil for Randy Orton. The demon is for something special. The way I look at it, if we didn't see the demon in WrestleMania, we're not going to see him in SummerSlam. You shouldn't. We shouldn't. You shouldn't because you should see the demon at WrestleMania. Especially not for Baron Corbin. The fuck out of here. And and like I said, and and going back to both Finn and Bobby and Bobby Roode, you know, I kind of want to see them out of WWE. Not because I don't want to see them wrestle, but I think they would have better opportunities outside of WWE. Bro, you imagine Bobby Roode. With the extra exposure that he has going back to Impact. Impact. Or maybe he could test the waters in Ring of Honor. Finn Balor could go back to New Japan. <sighs> the way things are going on right now, they could be anywhere. Exactly. We could see anywhere. We could see Bobby Roode and Lucha Underground or MLW or some of these <sighs> other fucking companies. Finn or Balor? maybe he just wants to go in the indies. Oh, Finn Balor Penta? There's so much things that we could see. But they're being wasted, bro. They're being wasted in the main roster. That's crazy. Anyways, enough of this depression. Let's move on to the next match. Yeah, fuck that guy. Uh, let's talk about the Cruiserweight title match. Yes, what you said we were going to talk about before. And if you guys are just tuning in, remember, at Lucha Outsiders everywhere, share the love. Let the people know that we're here. If you're listening to us on the podcast version, you can also give us a review. Let us know what you think. Five star. Make sure you subscribe. That guy. Fuck that guy. 
That guy, right Make there. Make sure you subscribe, SoundCloud, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, La Mescla app, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcast needs. Make sure you subscribe. Bury this guy. That'll be Leo. Uh, so we got um, Cedric Alexander defending the Cruiserweight Championship against Drew Gulak. I like Gulak. I like Gulak a lot, too. Yes. Because I used to watch him in Evolve. Well, and, and plus you have that different look. And, and it's something that, that we've spoken about where you can't have every person look the same. Gulak reminds me a lot of Dean Malenko. Yes. That's what he reminds me of. Yes. Yes. I'll second that. I'll drink to that. Yeah. So Ooh. when it comes to this match, I think it's going to be a real good match. I think this is going to be an uh, uh, overlooked match, meaning that people might not pay attention to the yes. match. But I think this match is going to be really good. I don't see Cedric dropping the title because I think they they want Leo Rush to challenge for that title. Yes, because yes. Leo Rush is getting like he's getting a lot of airtime two hundred five live, mm-hmm. and his character is a fucking snarky fucking heel, cocky. Keep heel. it. Fucking love it. Keep it. Now, due to the delay, second time, I'm going back a little bit, but we're going to keep going forward. If Finn Balor goes to New Japan, does he go to the OGs or does he go to the Elite? OGs. There you go. Bullet Club OGs. <laughs> He's going to Bullet Club OGs. So going back to um this match when it comes yeah, to Gulag the Yeah, Gulag and Alexander. So I think Cedric's gonna um he's gonna retain. I don't know how you feel about that. No, I think that because okay, so SummerSlam is one of the big four, but I don't think it's big enough for you to have to change every title. Maybe one, mm-hmm. maybe two. Yeah. But other than that, you still play it safe. What I think is done most of the time at SummerSlam is where you end the feud and then you start a new one. At times, yeah. Yeah, now getting ready towards the the next phase. Because remember, we're kind of phoning it in now mm-hmm. and it's going to get worse from here. You yeah. know that. Yeah. Till SummerSlam. I mean, till, till uh, Royal Rumble. Yeah. You know? So hopefully we get some good stuff come out of this. You know what's crazy about that? Because you mentioned phoning it in. What's nuts about that is that I never get that vibe from NXT. They never phone okay, it in. Okay, because <laughs> NXT is starting out. NXT needs to separate themselves from the brand itself. And and the way I, I put it is, you look at the four sports in the U.S., mm-hmm. right? You have um, basketball finishing, yeah, baseball starting. Mm-hmm. Baseball finishing, Football starting. Yeah. It's kind of like a loop, yeah. right? So if you're a team that's doing bad in basketball, you're going to phone in the last month of the, of the season. Actually, it's baseball's finishing. Well, you starting. know what I you know yeah, you, you the, the loop. Debra, it's close enough. Yeah. <laughs> but with the WWE, the, the main roster, mm-hmm. Raw and SmackDown, yeah. you have Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. which you and I have said that the road to WrestleMania actually starts on January 1st, yeah. not the Royal Rumble. Because it's the first start. First of the yeah, year. so January 1st, Royal Rumble. Then all those pay-per-views in between and everything that happens in between, it's all road to WrestleMania. Ugh. You should just be called road to WrestleMania, whatever, New Orleans. Then you have WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Then you kind of have that low a little bit. Then you have SummerSlam. Before you used to have Survivor Series, which is part of that. Now you have money in the bank, which kind of fits. Well, Survivor Series is still there. Survivor still towards it. That's the Thanksgiving. Yeah, but you know what I mean. I feel like Survivor Series. I I think when it comes to Survivor Series, as of late, I think they they've kind of been a little bit better compared to how they used to treat Survivor Series. Oh, they used to treat like a fucking redhead stepchild. Mm-hmm. But, but but with that is they 
it's going to get phoned in from now on. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. You know? So, uh, guys, let us know what you think. Let us know what you guys think, so think is going to happen. So I think it was James that he was talking about the Cruiserweight title, about um, what they should do with it. Uh-huh. I think what they should do with the Cruiserweight championship, I think it should be defended in any brand. Yeah. Uh, James Esponto saying that he's downloading the app for La Mezcla just to subscribe to our show. Oh, nice. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, sir. Um, but yeah, I think, I think when it comes to Cruiserweight title, I think it should be defended in NXT and NXT UK. And because you can't. Okay. Especially, when, you, it, especially yeah. when it comes to full sale where they tape of NXT. Course. That crowd will eat up the Cruiserweights. Of course. Bro, the reaction to And plus, it's a smaller venue. It's going to look like those guys are going to land on you. I'll even go a step further than that. Especially with WWE being involved, like being kind of having these little indie companies being in bed mm-hmm. with uh, WWE like Evolve and Progress Wrestling. I'll even go a step further and say, hey, if, if Cedric, because he's right now the current champion, yeah. let him go to a Progress show and defend the Cruiserweight title. Just show up. Let him show up and Evolve, especially he's a former Evolve talent. Show, let's yeah. show up at Evolve 1 or whatever and, and have him defend the title. Why not? I think they did that with Adam Cole with the North American Championship. Exactly. He defended his um, North American title against Walter. With everything that you have nowadays, and again, going back to everything in the wrestling world, WWE does have a lot of airtime because they control the air, basically. But they are working with other companies. Do not box any of these titles in. Because yeah. for years, you had Raw and SmackDown, two totally different shows. They didn't even exist in the same uh, DC Universe or Marvel Universe. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they do. Yeah. Have the guys kind of beef. That whole invasion thing, remember when it happened? Not the, not the first one. The second one, remember, we were like, okay, why is Daniel Bryan and Shane together when they just fought the night before? Yeah. Okay. Have that happen on, on a regular occurrence, but have different people show up. You know what I mean? Don't box the titles to just one brand because then you're you're holding yourself back to what you can take it to, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So with these titles that you're not doing much with them, like you said, send them to Evolve. Send yeah. them to Progress. Have yeah. them show Especially up. Especially because these companies are in bed with WWE, so why fucking not? Kayfabe it even more. Have them lose the title. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, have them do things like that. Put that into your stories, which will legitimize the stories itself. Yeah. So let's let's get a move on because we're not we haven't even like touched no, the know. surface of this fucking card. So Bludgeon Brothers defending the the SmackDown tag title against the New Day. I don't even know why. We I don't even want I, the bar should be in this match. I don't care about the match. Fuck that match. Next match. I will say this though: Fuck if that match. New Day does beat the Bludgeon Brothers, I think that's a step in the right direction of getting other talent to challenge for these tag titles because the Bludgeon Brothers are not doing nothing for this. Division. But why the New Day? WWE feels like they're still their bread and brother, b- uh, bread and butter. I'm tired of the New Day. I mean, I'm, I think the New Day has been stale for a while. But yeah. I, I think I'm, I'm with you. I think it should have been the bar. Uh, New Day is what the people in the chat are saying who's going to win. Okay, I, I predict the New Day also. Uh, Braun Strowman defending the Money in the Bank briefcase against Kevin Owens. Strowman, he should that, that that whole Money in the Bank should not even be treated as something that you can fight for. I, I'm I'm against that. I think you should defend the money. No, nah, fuck that. I Why? Think, look at Lucha Underground. The Gift of the Gods title, which is kind of Money in the Bank of Jays. People defend that title. I think a Money in the Bank. Okay, but they make it a title then. I'm with you on that too. But WWE wants to be different, so they give you a stupid briefcase because people know that they're going to buy it. But I do think it should be defended. 
Edge defended the title of the briefcase at one point. Yeah, okay, so you, you're very easy at the Greatest Royal Rumble to give Braun Strowman that fucking cheesy-ass green title. But we can't have a Money in the Bank title. Exactly. I, I'm with you. I am Make it shape like a fuck. I'm with you on that. I think, I and I said that too, I, I don't think I ever said it on the podcast, but I said it to my boy X. I think they should take a page from Lucha Underground and make the Money in the Bank briefcase a championship. He's the, the Money the, in the Bank champion. The Brass Rings Championship. No, Money in the Bank is fine. <laughs> I I'm know, cool I, with the Money in the Bank name. Money in the Bank champion and have him defend it. That's it. Like, have it go for the whole year. And when they turn it in, they switch it over for uh, the other title. Yeah, I, I don't see it. As, and, and then when you do your WWE TV, have it show in the back. As much as KO, <laughs> uh, I would like KO to somehow pull something out of his ass and win it. I don't see Strowman dropping. No, it. no. I don't. Even though Strowman, to begin with, should have never won Money in the Bank. Okay, next match. We got uh, Carmella defending the SmackDown Women's Championship in a triple threat match against Becky Lynch should be and Becky, Charlotte. man. They're treating Becky like shit. I know, man. I fucking know. And listen, I actually like all three girls. Yes, of course you do. Of course you know. Slide into his DMs, ladies. Yep. Um, My heart says Becky. Mine too. But, man, I have a funny... Feeling Carmella's gonna Carmella. steal the win. She's and and, win. and I'm gonna go a step further. Ellsworth is gonna come back. No! They're gonna keep bringing no! him back. They're gonna keep bringing him back. No! They're gonna no! keep bringing him back. They're Bro, going and to you know keep. What's the worst? It's Brooklyn. Yeah. Oh exactly. God. Exactly. Ugh. That's egg e g g exactly. That's disgusting. Do you know it's gonna happen though, Mario? Chicken Rockin' with Carmella, right? Yeah, because you and you know it's gonna be a Fugazi finish. You know it's gonna be a controversial finish. One more controversial than that no chin mother flower. Damn. Especially where it is. By the way, for for the fellas in the chat room, Cheap uh, heat. Qu- qu- uh, quick quick um quick uh tibbit. Tibbit. Um I think it's on the network or maybe WWE.com. I wanna say on the network. network. Uh Carmella did like an interview with Kathy Kelly, uh-huh. and they're like in a jacuzzi, or whatever. Yeah, Carmella's looking really right. I'll let you guys know right now. Okay, go ahead, John Cena. Do you? Uh, that that was just rumor, bro. You don't have to believe everything that you see on TV or on the tabloids. That's why I, I never. So you're telling me that Kane and the Undertaker are not brothers? No, they're not. No! <laughs> okay, next match. We got Shinsuke Nakamura defending the United States Championship against Jeff Hardy. Um, th- this one's a weird one because you would automatically think this should be a triple threat match with Randy Orton, but they didn't make it a triple threat, which I don't mind. But Jeff. you know Randy Orton's going to be involved. He's probably going to interfere. I'm going with Nakamura. I don't want to see Nakamura drop the title yet, so uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, Nakamura too. I'm on there. Okay. I'm so, I'm looking for the jacuzzi scene. No, all right. Um let's see. What, what do I search? Jacuzzi? Let's go with the Superstars. Let's go with the Intercontinental Championship match. Seth Rollins challenging versus uh, challenging Dolph Ziggler for the IC Championship. Can we talk about how Jack Dean Ambrose looks? What? Yo, I had to do a double take. So, keep in mind when he came out he kind of looked like Triple H a little bit. Yes. With the beard and the low cut. Yes. All right. He looks jacked, and now we have three wrestlers on the main roster that kind of look like resemble Triple H. You have Dean Ambrose. Yeah. That's like street clothes Triple H. Yes. You have Bobby Roode, which is corporate Triple H. Yeah. And then you have Dolph Ziggler with the hair down. That's evolution Triple H. 
Yeah, he just needs like the little mutton chops. Uh huh. But with the hair down, it's like Evolution Triple H. So what are we missing now? The King of Kings Triple H. We need like DX Triple H. Yes, and, and then we, the leather jacket Triple H. And we could also get Hunter Hearst Helm no. Triple H. Yes, that's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. But Dean Ambrose looks super jacked. Now the rumors going around on the interwebs. Rumor has it that allegedly Dean Ambrose is going to turn on Seth in this match. What do you think? It wouldn't. It wouldn't make sense. I think it would be a huge mistake on WWE's part if part if you turn Dean Ambrose. I think it would be a super huge. Well, mistake. first, I think they dropped the ball by announcing that Dean was going to be. Week. Yeah, no. Well, first announcing it, his yeah. name. Yeah, which it was a huge mistake. But then also having him show up on Raw. I'm fine with that. Or having to show up. I'm fine with him showing up no, at Raw. No, you don't think it would have been a bigger pop at the pay-per-view itself? I'm fine with Ambrose showing up if, now here's the if, they wouldn't have mentioned his name the, the week before. I would have been cool with it. It would have been clean. But but you don't like I, it? You don't like for them to have just waited to the fucking pay-per-view? Because that's where you want your payoff, right? Yeah, but you also want also want eyes to like, and, and we're gonna talk about payoffs. But you also want like a tease. So it was a good tease. Okay, I'm cool with Ambrose showing up on Raw. I think it was great. He got an amazing pop. Mm-hmm. He probably got pop of the night. Yeah. Okay. But they should have never mentioned. They also scored it seven out of six stars. I, I thought it was seven out of two quarter stars. Uh, something like that. Uh, <laughs> But eight and seven eight star. I think uh, WWE <laughs> made a huge fucking mistake. Cause listen, us at the fan base, we're all smart marks, right? So we all expected Dean Ambrose. But the fact that maybe WWE mentioned his name the week before kills it for uh, me. It it does, but again, like like to, to what I'm 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 trying to bring home is wait to the fucking pay-per-view. Wait to the pay-per-view because – and, and you said, oh, you got to get eyes on the match or eyes on the pay-per-view. You don't have to. For me, him sh- – like I said, if they would have never mentioned his name. Yeah. The week oh, no, prior, no, no, no. I, I'm there I, with I, you. I, I don't think it took nothing away from his appearance, but it kind of waters it down just a tad bit because he got an amazing pop. Because you, you want that – okay, so when you had John Cena come back, and I forget what pay-per-view it was. I think you're talking about Royal Rumble 2000 and – Seven or eight. Yeah. So when you had the song come on, right? It took me literally. I counted to five before I was like, "Oh, it's John Cena," because you know how it's the the start of his song. Uh, yeah. yeah. Like okay. But with Ambrose, like nobody else uses that rev. You know. Uh, exactly. So you know right away, and 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 it's funny because you have a lot of iconic songs that if you listen to the first three seconds, maybe we should do that with the little bar thingy that we have now with the games. We could probably do that. First three seconds of wrestling songs. Anyway, but what you're able to do is just get people on board right away. Now, you don't have to sell the pay-per-view because you don't have to sell that anymore because it's on the network. The people that are going to watch are the people that are going to watch the network, that are going to watch the pay-per-view, that are going to tune in. So now, if you say, okay, Seth Rollins is coming to fight. He doesn't have a tag team. Yeah. The way you played off, oh, nobody wants to tag with you. But then at the at the pay-per-view, you have Ambrose show up. 
people will see it online and go back and watch the pay-per-view, which still counts for the WWE's numbers. No, no, no. And I, and I agree with you on that. And they could have done that route, too. I'm they should have. I'm not disagreeing with you on that. Mm. For me, that kills it. Even I'm glad if, how we agree, but we still disagree. No, for me, that <laughs> kills it. Even let's say they would have done that route. Yeah. Let's say he would have never showed up on Raw. Yeah. The fact that they mentioned his name last week. Oh on no, Raw no 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 no! Kills. In it. order for any of this to work, you can't mention his name. And they ruined WWE ruined it in that part. I, I don't. You know, whoever produced Michael Cole to mention a name gets the biggest. Congratulations, you played Thank yourself. You. And I think they made the list. You just made the list. Okay, but. I don't want the turn to happen, and I no. will even say I don't see the turn happening yet. I think you need to build up to that and eventually get that feud between Rollins and Ambrose because we know they can produce great matches. Yeah. They've done it in the past, but I think it needs to build to that point. I just don't see a random turn out of nowhere just happening no, no, just no. to happen. I think you need to build to that point. I don't see the turn happening, um, but who do you got in this match, Rollins or Ziggler? I think uh – you don't need to win again, and we keep saying that you don't need to win in order to advance what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to have the, the with the crowd. You're going to have the good guys pop and the good guys going over, being Rollins and, and Ambrose. But I think this is not the end. I have a feeling that Ziggler's going to retain. You think so? And I'm going to go with Ziggler. Okay, well that's, that's fine. Fuck you then. It's your fucking show. Uh, no, but but um. I don't think this is the end for this feud because I think with with Ambrose coming in now that adds another another flavor another layer of things that you can do with this feud. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. We'll All see. right, um, we got for the Raw Women's Championship Alexa Bliss defending her championship against Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey coming back after being inducted into the UFC Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. And by the way, can can we just point out that Ronda Rousey? But, you know, she she did one hell of a promo to open up Raw, talking about Natty, and then kind of um, we, we talked about in the beginning of the show yeah. about the what a daughter, you know, what a father and daughter, you know, what the meaning behind that, yeah. and also um, cutting a promo on Alexa Bliss. But let's not, like, discredit Alexa Bliss. Her promo was fucking amazing. Her facial expressions. I love Alexa Bliss so much. You know? She slide into his DMs, ladies. I love her so Twice. fucking much. Um I, I think people don't give her enough credit. Enough credit. And Lita and Trish said that in table for three to her. Because mm-hmm. a lot of people is like Oh wait, hold on. They did a table for three? Yes, yeah, so Alexa Bliss, Trish Stratus, and Lita. And, oh, I'm definitely and, watching that because my and, wife's probably gonna go crazy with that. And Lita told Alexa Bliss. You know what bothers me? They talk about the four horsewomen, but you should be part of that conversation too. And I agree 110%. And I will say something controversial right now. I pick Alexa Bliss over Sasha Banks and Bailey any fucking day of the week. And I'm not talking about appearance. I'm talking about all... Wrestling-wise. Wrestling, character, all that, and be like, oh, well, Sasha... The total package. Well, Sasha Banks is a better wrestler. Yeah, maybe you're right. Yeah, but that boss is shit. But, but, but... Overall, as a character, yeah, Alexa and, Bliss and the, and the is look great. and the look, and I'm not talking about physically, mm-hmm. but the overall look of the character. Yeah, she's got it down. She does have it down. Yeah, she has so much talent, and and you know what? Whenever Alexa Bliss turns face, uh-huh. oh my god! It, it, oh yeah, it, uh, we have friends of the show, the Fots, that are commenting below. They're split. Half of them are choosing uh, Alexa Bliss. The other half are choosing Ronda. Where do you stand, Mario? 
I'm I'm kind of split because it's like you have the WWE Evolution pay per view happening. Yes. So it's like, what would mean more, Ronda winning Ronda the championship at SummerSlam, the champion, or her winning the championship at a WWE Evolution? Ronda being the champion, and you going into this pay per view with your biggest female star, because that's the way the WWE sees it, mm-hmm. as your champion, as your face. So I think Ronda is gonna win. But don't you think? Like I'm with you with what yeah, you're yeah. saying, but don't you think it's kind of predictable, Ronda beating Alexa Bliss? Of course it is, but we also understand it. Kind of goes back to what we were talking about before with Shayna Baszler, mm-hmm. where you have, and at this point, Shayna is a much better wrestler, much better look into her her whole gimmick than Ronda. Of course, but but Shayna's been doing it a lot longer than the, exactly, Ronda. but. Ronda's just a bigger name. Exactly. So going into the Evolution pay-per-view, you want the title on your face. Not the because Ronda can't be seen as an underdog. Remember when we were talking about with her and Nia Jax, you know how you can't have this UFC person look as the underdog? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where in some parts of that, even with Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax, where Nia Jax was the underdog, you couldn't believe it. No, 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 you're right. So... Going into this pay-per-view, you can't have Ronda Rousey being the underdog. It's easier for you to make it believable if she's at the top and people are trying to get to her. Yeah. Now, you can have the payoff at that pay-per-view where she could lose the title mm-hmm. because then that's you could talk about the, you know that stuff. But I think that she will have the title. And then what other what better feather in his cap for Dana White where Two WWE champions were part of UFC. I'm, I think the argument here is not Ronda Rousey not winning the title because yeah. that that's gonna happen. Yeah, I just part of me feels like it's too predictable Ronda winning. So you think it's too soon? No, 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 no. It's not that. It's not the too soon part. For me, it's too predictable. So what I think is gonna happen uh-huh. is. Ronda's going to win, but she's going to win by DQ. Somehow, Alexa Bliss is going to cause a disqualification. I'm calling it for the gazy finish. Okay. We'll see. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm calling Now, do you have outside interference? That I'm not so sure about. Or do you have her do the whole arm thingy that she hasn't done in a while? I believe, I I strongly believe we're going to see that. Because you know where I'm going with that, right? Yeah, the the double jointed arm. You know where I'm going with that. We're going to see, we're definitely going to see that. What's Ronda Rousey's finish? The armbar. We're definitely going to see that. But I, I have a funny feeling Alexa Bliss is somehow going to cause like a DQ or we're going to see some yeah. type of Fugazi finish. Uh, Jason Lomas is saying that Bliss will win. Jessica Hoffman, uh, she pulls it off great. They're talking about everything with uh, Bliss as a heel. You have to love to hate. All right. Um, Miz and Daniel Bryan. There's a lot of heat behind this match. If you guys watch SmackDown, they did a, a, an incredible three-part video package, kind of going into the history of of the Daniel Br- Bryan bringing you up feud. to date. Um, starting from the the early NXT, the first um, I guess generation of NXT, which it wasn't the NXT of today. It was a it was like a contest, so it was like tough enough. They used meets, to, bro. They used like, to, yeah. Go ahead. It was like tough enough meets um the Amazing Race. Yeah, it was, it was like about, one of, it was one of these competition shows. It was it was a disaster. Bro, bro, have you seen the obstacle course? It's horrible. I don't. Have you even, seen the horrible. obstacle course? It's horrible. They had Percy Watson. I forgot what the hell I was watching. They had Percy Watson. They had Otunga. 
some other dude. Like, are you serious? Horrible, horrible. But WWE. Did, thank you, Triple H. It was a, thank it you. was a good. No, I don't even think that was Triple H. I think no, that no, was no. Vince. Thank you, Triple H, oh, for taking man. over NXT man. and making man, it what I'm it is making now. A fucking brand. Yes, man. And you know what's funny? It, you went right into my hook. The, and the thing was, I remember comedy. seeing uh-huh. the commercials for NXT, and that's what I thought. I thought it was going to be a brand. Of course. And then I come to find out. Well, they're fucking doing eating. And then, and then, what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? And then, what about that half-ass like Nexus? Now is the Nexus this? Like <laughs> again, the idea and the visual was there, but somebody else had to do it for Vince in order for that to take place. Anyways, um, so they they kind of they did a three-part of uh, video package, kind of going through. The, the Miz and, and Daniel Bryan feud. Um, you know, Daniel Bryan still hasn't signed a new contract, and a lot of people do believe uh, that he will. And, and part and part of me does believe that he will. You think he will? But I think Miz should win, and, I, and I'm calling Miz. Well, we have people in the chat also saying that uh, the Miz uh, wins to further the feud. And Eli Cottonwood's mustache promo, Stuff of Legends. We, we got to pull that up. I agree, James, on that. They can uh, bring in the next big pay-per-view, talking about everything that, that's going to happen. But with this, I think The Miz is going to win to further the feud because this Miz and Daniel Bryan, the culmination has to be WrestleMania. I'm with you on that. Now, leading up to WrestleMania... In a perfect world, I will. I'm gonna tell you how a book from SummerSlam to WrestleMania, if this is where mm. it's gonna culminate, like this is yeah. the climax of it, right? Miz beats Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan's disappointed. Uh huh. WWE sounds out feelers that Daniel Bryan will not sign a new contract. Okay, which they've done in the past. Okay, after September-ish, where you don't see Daniel Bryan no more. Daniel okay. Bryan. Starts wrestling in the Indies, Ring of Honor. Okay. Other independent promotions. Maybe we'll see him at MLW. Maybe we'll see him in New Japan. Maybe. Maybe we see him wrestle for Wrestle Kingdom. Oof. Okay. He makes his return at the Royal Rumble. Wins the fucking Rumble. Okay. At that point, Miz is champion. He had defeated AJ Styles for the WWE World Championship. Okay, which that's that's seeable. And the match for WrestleMania. Miz versus Daniel Bryan. The biggest fucking swerve of all time. Mm-hmm. I like that. If Chris you, Jer- should, you should be a writer for the if WWE. If Chris Jericho could do it, why can't Daniel Bryan? Let him have some fun in the Indies and New Japan and Ring of Honor. And have him use the Bryan Danielson thing. Let, let, let him wrestle at the, Ju- the, the Jericho Cruise. Yeah. Maybe he could appear in Impact Wrestling and wrestle Austin Aries for the Impact title. People in the chat are saying definitely a WrestleMania. So, I mean, we both, at the end of the day, do kind of see this being as a WrestleMania payoff. Mm-hmm. So, but we'll see. I think we both like, uh, I like Mario's ideas. They're brilliant. So, there you go. Let Vince know we get Mario a job. Yeah, that's not happening. You no. know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to show up at Stanford, Connecticut. And you know what the security guard is going to tell me? This fucking guy. Congratulations. You played yourself. And then I'm going to get arrested. No, no, you'll be right. You'll be right. So, um... You're- the do, final two. Do the ma- trains go up there? The Met- final. Metro what? Do the trains go up there? I don't know. Why are you asking me? I drive every day. Okay. 
The next two matches, the which we haven't decided what should be a main event or not. And, and it's funny because we've had the little graphic up of, you know, and you guys follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, I like when you put things like this because then it gets the engagement of the people. Mm-hmm. And the people are also split. So now the question on our on our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter was, AJ Styles, Samoa Joe on one side. Mm-hmm. Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns on the other. What's because now they'll call it, you know, co main event. Uh, main event. No, 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 motherfucker. Whoever the confetti comes out for, that's, that's your main, main event. event. Okay. Mm-hmm. What should be the main event? Now we have people split, and then some people were saying Miz and Daniel Bryan should be the main event too. No, because you have Brock Lesnar. Yeah, but some people were saying that. That just shows how much people are invested in that feud yeah. too. So, to you, who should be? The main event. Well, obviously AJ Styles is Mojo. This. Obviously AJ Styles is Mojo. Is, okay. Are we gonna get that? No, we're gonna get Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. So in New York, yeah, to close the show, yeah, snooze fest. Listen, going back to WrestleMania 29, everybody knew John Cena was gonna beat The Rock for the WWE World Championship. Yes, dun dun dun. dun. Okay, Oof. and they still. Did I'm it. sorry. Let's take a moment. I love Trish Stratus. Yes, I love her do. so much. Yes, but we, we still got to see that. So I, it, WWE doesn't care. We're going to get Reigns and Brock. But this ain't the WWE. This is Lucha Outsider Show. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Roman Reigns and Brock. And then we're going to talk about AJ Styles and Mojo later. Fuck that guy. VKM. So Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. I will say this. Even though this lead up has not been perfect. It has some little moments in there, little sprinkles that, that have gotten interest, a little bit of interest, especially with the Paul Heyman stuff. Yeah. But I think WWE fucked up. Something that we haven't seen before. WWE fucked up by by teasing the potential Paul Heyman and Roman Reigns thing, but then Paul Heyman spraying a mace in Roman Reigns' face just to have Brock Lesnar. They yeah. might do that. It just makes no, no sense. You, you, okay, whenever they tease something, it's because they're going to do it. And and it's funny because, again, we're smart marks. Mm-hmm. We've been watching wrestling for years. Yeah, we know everything that happens on camera is for a reason. Whether it's now, whether it's six months from now, whether it's nine months from now, whether it's a year from now, whether it's five years from now, but at one point or another, everything that happens on camera will come to light. You're right. For you to tease that whole thing with Heyman and and and, uh, and Roman, that's part of the video package for that pay per view. But you know what? They fucked up the tease by Heyman spraying mace in him. They, they he should have said what he said to him. He said the, Heyman said the stuff in Samoa to Roman. He gave him the other contract, and Paul Heyman should have walked out. Yeah, then it. Brock could have came and attacked, and then Paul Heyman could have just looked there confused. Then it kind of tells you like, okay, was Heyman in on it or not? You don't know. Leave that question mark for the audience. So yeah. going into SummerSlam, we don't know what Heyman's gonna do. That Instead, adds another they killed layer, yeah. that. It kills that for it kills the it kills that for the audience, and now we know oh it was, it was just a whole schmaz and Heyman was a Brock the whole time. Mm-hmm. I, I see where you're coming with this, and I see where you're going, and I like where your head is at. But time and time again, you know, it kind of goes that little loop that our friends the heel marks put up. You know, where you get your expectations up, yeah. then you're let down, yeah. then you try to recover, then you get your expectations up. That's basically what we're stuck in. WWE, not NXT. NXT is your... No, 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 no. Yeah. Again, going back to what we said before. Mm-hmm. 
If the WWE wants to keep them separate, we're going to treat them separate. Yeah. To me, NXT has nothing to do with the WWE. No. You're right. Nothing to do with it. Mm-hmm. Now, WWE, Raw, SmackDown, crumble that bitch up mm-hmm. and do the rock with it. So, um, when it comes to this match, it's most likely will be the main event. I expect Brooklyn to shit all over this match. Boo it from, uh, from expect, start to finish. I expect Chance, like Rusev Day. I don't expect CM Punk Chance. That I definitely don't expect. Cause Cole Cabana Chance. I, I expect maybe Cole Cabana Chance. Um, maybe. This is awesome. If they're smart, and listen, if we get some smarky ass fans at SummerSlam, I would like to hear some Tama Tonga Chance. Yes. That's what I would like to hear. Yes. Maybe Kenny Omega, maybe Young Bucks. I don't know. But if they do main event and, and fans want to shit on it, I, I can't. I, I'm against the beach ball movement. Mm. I don't like that. You don't like beach mania? No, I think it's stupid. But I, when fans shit on a match, WWE has to wake up, guys. Come on. But they don't, they Mario. Don't. They don't. They, they don't. don't. But when it comes to this, uh, I, I'm going with Brock Lesnar. Brock I would love our friend of the show, Chris Brown, because he's always good with, with all this, uh, the stats and stuff like that. How many pay-per-views has Roman Reigns main evented in the past two years? That is a disgusting act. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. So you have 24, at least 24 pay-per-views that are possible up there, right? I say at least 18 of them. He was in the... And and WWE doesn't think, like, listen... We were specsing it and all, but we got over. We had to spend over a decade when John Cena winning title after title, pay per view after pay per view. You think we want that again with Roman Reigns? No, I'm not about to give up and ten years of my life. And at least with Cena, he, he at least at least he's charismatic. And, and listen, yeah. I, I was listening to his promo, Roman's promo on Raw, and Roman's not at fault here. The only thing I will blame Roman is this, uh-huh. and it has nothing to do with this character. The name. What? No. Roman needs to be more vocal backstage and tell people, yo, this shit fucking sucks. No, of course. Look at how you had me booked. But he's too much of a yes man. That's what's fucking him yeah. up and fucking up his character. Of course. The problem with Roman Reigns is he needs to be natural because when he tries to be smart and say slick things, no, it no, sounds no. too... No contrived and it sounds like somebody wrote it for him which they did when he's natural and a little bit loose it it, it seems real yeah well uh, when he's making these stupid facial expressions after he says something he looks so stupid stop doing that dude because he's being overproduced overproduced exactly so but let's talk about the real main event but who do you got brock lesnar roman reigns i don't give a fuck about you okay i'm going with brock i uh, Brock retains. I don't care. And, and and it's funny because every time we've we've broken down a pay-per-view, I've said the same thing about every Roman Reigns match. Because mm-hmm. I remember saying this about the Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. match. I don't care. Put it in a box. Throw it away. I don't care. Now, the one that I do care about. The people's main event. <laughs> finally. AJ Styles defending the World Heavyweight Championship against Samoa Joe. They can go into an hour Broadway, and I'll be okay with that. Remember? Yeah, I remember. I remember. Early oh. in the show, we were talking about Novella. Yes. This is the one thing I don't like about this feud. 
they made it somewhat into a novella having it looks too much like a soap opera they don't need that these two dudes know each other so well they could go just make it a, a brutal like who's more superior than the other you don't need aj's family involved in the storyline they don't need a storyline mm-hmm. They could trade jazz with each other. I'm better. You're like, whatever. They could do that. Oh, I've done this. Uh, look at the accolades. Oh, I did this. No, I did this yeah, before they you. They could do all of that. They could do all that. They don't need to add AJ's family to this. Yeah. This is the only thing I dislike from this view. Besides that, I think this match is going to be great. Mm-hmm. They know each other very well. Yeah. If you didn't know, they're best friends in real life. They're, all, you they're know. pretty much like brothers. This match is going to be great, and I'm looking forward to it, and I don't see AJ dropping the title, yet AJ Styles retains. It is the people's match. The people's main event. It is. I agree we should listen uh, to the fans. They are the ones that buy the merch, the tickets, the pay-per-view, etc. Speaking of buy the merch, losradio.com. You can get cool hats, cool shirts, cool stuff. Now, Samoa Joe, AJ Styles. I think AJ is going to retain, but it's going to be a match of the night. I think so. I think so, too. I say about 80% chance that it is going to be the match of the night. Fun fact. Fun fact. Um, I know we were kind of sh- not shitting off in Balor, but shitting. We should have a little sound for shitting, fun fact. Shitting. Um, I'll get one of these. Oh. We're about to wrap up anyway. Did you know? So, fun fact, Finn Balor, even though we were kind of shitting on his uh, booking, uh-huh. Finn Balor and AJ Styles are both undefeated at SummerSlam. And? What the fuck do I do with that? No, I'm just saying. No, do indeed, you, I don't, do no, I know, I know, I know. Yeah, well, again, I think, especially with this match, and it goes back to what we said before, not every title has to change hands. With these two, I don't think they're going to change hands. No, I don't, I, I, AJ doesn't need to drop the title yet. And and SummerSlam is not a transitional pay per view, mm-hmm. you know, you especially with these titles, and that's the way I see it. You have to only have them change hands at a big pay per view, or the build up to a big pay per view, and then have them bring it back. What's up to Victoria? She's actually tuning in. Victoria, baby, happy birthday! Hi, Victoria, Come happy on. birthday! So, um, I, I will say this: we were talking about at a big pay per view. This was a really big show. Yeah, two hours and fucking forty-five minutes. What we, the fuck, Mark? But but listen, a lot of things are happening this weekend, and when we had I don't a, give a fuck. My sugar is like at, at a two right now. We had a we had a cover Jim Nyhart's death. Yes, we talked which about, we did. We talked about Impact Wrestling. We talked which about Chris did. Jericho. We talked which about we, we bashed Dave Meltzer. That's always yes, great, did. right? <laughs> yes, yes. Give him a coin. Well, us for bashing him. Okay. We 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 talked about Randy Orton being disgusting. Yes. That is a disgusting act. We talked about a lot of stuff. Yes. But I think it's time to end the show. I haven't told you my bomb, though. Oh, that's right. What's the bomb? I'm just, I'm feeding into old man Leo stuff. So I went to the doctor this week. Oh, boy. And now I need glasses because I can't see from far away. Congratulations. (laughs) You played yourself. Well, with that being said... Thank you so much, guys, for tuning in to this long episode covering SummerSlam TakeOver Brooklyn. You remember I used to tell you, is this blurry? Now we know. <laughs> Don't forget, guys, if you want to support us directly, head over to LowsRadio.com, pick up a shirt, pick up a hat. Also, hit up our sponsors of the show, yeah. CollarAndElbowBrand.com. He's our promo 
pick up shirts, hats, shirts. They have a ton of stuff over there. Yeah. If you missed anything on tonight's episode, big ass episode, yeah. long ass episode, talking about a shit ton of stuff. Watch it in pieces. Either watch <laughs> it in pieces or watch it on demand on Facebook. On Facebook. Or just to the podcast version of the yeah. show. Be a listener. As soon as we load it up, it goes to your phone. Bring New episode. Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, La Mesa App, SoundCloud, wherever you get your podcast, please a five-star podcast, rating, review, comment, please, bury either one of us. Probably the blind guy. He'll probably be Leo. Remember, guys, follow us at Lucha Outsiders everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, and the Facebook. Make sure you spread the word to friends or foe. Yeah, let them know we're here. Enjoy SummerSlam. Yep. Enjoy TakeOver. Just enjoy the great weekend. It's a great weekend for wrestling. Enjoy it. Support wrestling. For Leo Leo. Yeah. And yours truly, Mr. Rated R. Yeah. This weekend, keep it Rated R. And stay too sweet. Where can they find me? You just ruined the fucking end. Sorry. Congratulations. Yeah. You yourself. Too sweet? Too You don't know what the fuck you're talking about.